0: Hello oh, and welcome to another episode of Toronto Ultra's Merc and Maven podcast. Today we have the one, the only, Accuracy uh, the Iceman. You've had a wild and wacky career and we're going to cover a lot of it and get into a bunch of topics. But first off, how are we doing boys? Lamar, you guys just got back into uh, scrims yeah. for the first day, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, we took a little break after the major because Amir had to go back to Australia, handle some stuff. I went home, see oh, family. No. So oh, we no. just took, we took a little break. Uh, it was a little more extended than we wanted to, but you know. Family stuff comes first, so everyone needed a little reset, and then we're back to business today.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's good. I mean, sometimes people think you have to grind all the time, like Draz and the last one's like, I just grind, that's me. But I think a lot yeah. of people need that no right? balance, need, yeah. need the family time, right? Uh yeah. Joe, your uh, son is teething. How you doing?
2: It's been a long day. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a day, dude. There's nothing you can really do. Um Yeah, put him down though. He's he just he's going to bed right now, so we're good to go. But it's been. You know, you hear about it, but you don't really know what to do about it. There's not a lot you can do. So you just smile through whatever he's dealing with. But you just distract him as much as you can. You, that's why we need you here. You'd be good at that, Maeve.
0: Oh, dude, I'd I love to. I just got You'd to be, be good him at that. And he, he just, like, smiles when he sees me, and I have a blast. He thinks I'm a giant baby. That's amazing. <laughs> you um, are. Typically, we hop right into um, kind of the guest and in, in going into detail on them. Before we get there, there was a couple things that went down recently in the CDL that we're going to touch on um some news just came out like today so we're gonna hit on it uh first thing we saw rambo ray uh was released i did see there was like a social media person i saw um mm-hmm. that left or was removed a production person i saw a couple tweets go out um but joe yeah thoughts i
2: i mean i this doesn't surprise me too much if you know rambo at all a super competitive person i, I think you know a lot of people who are like you know he's an optic he's you know hector's talked about like he's family but Ray just isn't the type of guy to just sit back and do content. Like even when he was doing content, like I don't—that's just not Ray. That's not—he's very competitive. Um Obviously, I think he would love to coach a team. That's what he wants to do. But I think if he's going to get an opportunity elsewhere, he, he will probably take it. I think he just likes the the core unit of a of a team and going through the struggles and the successes with them, and that's just who he is. I, I think a lot of other people. I mean, even like, so, you know, someone like me, say if I was in that position, I'd probably maybe stream and make content, but that's just not him. Like, I, I don't think that's what he wants to do every day. He wants to be in the pit with his, with his guys and go 100%. So I think, like, to maybe some, it's a surprise, but to me, it's not just knowing him and, and the type of person that he is. I know he wants to, to win. Um, and if he gets a chance to do it, he's, he's going to take that chance.
0: Well, it's funny because we were talking to Lamar before this about like I was talking about single player games in Star Wars and stuff, and you both were like, "I it's tough for us to play this stuff because it's not like competitive. No. You don't get the dopamine. Yeah, like it's you need so like hard. that. You need like that itch." I was a little different, but like he yeah, he wants to be in the pit. But uh, Lamar, what thoughts on like God, I guess that's, Ray not being a picture. That's
1: the that's the vibe I got too. Like I know from the conversation I've ever had with Ray, he's a diehard competitor. Like. Like Joe said, he wants to be in the trenches. He wants to be with the boys, like, working on that progress, like, the struggle. Um, mm-hmm. I honestly thought it would happen, but I thought it would happen at the end of the season. It's kind of, To me, it was, like, a little weird timing because there's only, like, one or two months left. So I thought it would kind of be, like, ride out, go into the off season, and then, you know, whatever happens from there. Um, so I'm, I was kind of surprised at the timing, but it still doesn't catch me too off guard because he hasn't been involved with the team in so long. Like, yeah. eventually, you're going to get tired of just sitting on your hands and, you know, doing nothing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we'll see what's next. Uh if he I mean, we know he has been a competitive bowler, golfer, like he is just into everything. Chess, yeah. like he's had a lot of success all. too, man. Yeah. Like he
2: really has. Like I know a lot of people, I mean, even when I teamed with him, like you know, individually he wasn't the most skilled player, but he always figured
1: it out. Like I, dude, Ray's a legend, bro. They gotta put respect yeah. on his name.
0: Yeah, I think it's just like he needs to find the the right home in a way. Cause I know we we know Ray, we're friends with Ray, I love Ray, but like he he's he's a, a bit Different, like, uh, just interacting with him. Like, he's got to find, I don't know how to word it, like, the right spot, the right fit, and, like, I think he'll be legendary as a coach and with a team, but... He CD was my inspiration for
1: a little bit too, when I was on the come yeah. up. Like, uh, actually, when I was like playing GBs back in the day when I was younger, I stole his bio. I don't know if I saw it on his GB account or something. When I was just like <laughs> looking at pros, it was like winning is teaching, losing is learning, and I, I yeah. like, put that in my Xbox 360 like bio. So when I played GBs, people would message me like, "Oh, like you're a Rambo fan," like blah blah. blah and I'm like, "Hey, that line was hard." Yeah, that's Man, it. Was it's good. A little like twelve year old me like putting in my
0: bio. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's true. It is yeah. true.
0: That's actually, that's a, that's an amazing tidbit, but not yeah. always love rank is like when I first switched over from halo, he's the one that took Gandhi and I to rank play and taught us God, Like he was one that I had no reason to, we weren't boys yeah. yet. He just was like, Hey, I'll help you. I was like, all right. I mean, he's just a, uh, he's a great dude. Uh, but next, all right. So Joe and I have said for a long time, um, and this isn't like solving the overall issue, but like, we know that Cod's more North American focus with the CDL. Like it, it, it is what it is like the NBA in some ways, um, when it comes to that, but like, there is uh, you know, talent in Europe. And when I watch CS, all I think is, man, I wish we had these big teams from Germany and France and Spain. And it's much more global. Uh, I know one of the things when the CDL started that we were pissed about is we wanted heretics involved, um, like them and like Vitality and Fabi come to mind. Um, we wanted them involved so bad. Like they just have such a fan base. The viewership alone has been awesome. Um, and it seems, Jill, might finally be happening. Yeah, it's
2: just a rumor. I don't want us uh, to get in trouble in any way, but it, I, I, usually this is. It seems like there's like some copyright, you know, documents that went yeah. down. Um,
0: well, and we know they but, wanted in at the beginning, or that that was the, yeah. the speculation that they were trying to get a spot and didn't. So, I mean, it lines up.
2: Yeah, and I, I, yeah. I mean, listen. I think for first of all, these guys, I think it's amazing uh, for this roster who. Yeah, I mean by the end of Black Ops 4 they were a, they were a top 6 team. They were competing they with the best. They had my
1: number in Black Ops 4. They had my number. <laughs> yeah. for, they beat me at like 2 3 tournaments, no joke. <laughs>
2: they they were a very good team. There was just a like it just felt like individually they came up short with some of the top teams, but they were getting better and better, right? They had that passion. Um and I'm going to say for Florida, I think this is a genius move. I'll I'll put it out there because I think you if the fan base is still there in I, I assume it is of some sort. There's probably a, a ton of people who are still very interested in this space, especially if this becomes the team. Muneers could go from a bottom three, bottom two like fan base to top four, like without oh, yeah. a doubt. Um, if yeah. that fan base can get going, I mean, you know, the Spanish stars on Twitch are massive. They have some of the biggest viewership records out there. Um, so I, I just think this is a, a great move. Uh, for the business side of Heretics,
1: and it's great and for If the it league.
0: happens, yeah. <laughs> if, if, yeah if of course, right. Really
1: if it ha- happens, yes. Aren't the Heretics owners like super, super famous YouTubers? Like they're super popular. Yes. yes. Yeah. So like that'll be dope for the CDO. I think they should put. I saw the rumored roster, or whatever, but I think it's an absolute shame, and I'll be mind blown if that Real guy is not on the team. That kid's good, so they should get him off that rocker. But academy he's with team. Rocker, right? Yeah, yeah he's on. So he's on their the academy issue. team. Yeah, that's true. They I don't might, know if he's in their sub know. or not,
2: though. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, because yeah, that's what they might be thinking too. Is we don't want to lose this guy. Mm. So, yeah, I know. I'm excited for it. Vamos, dude. Vamos.
1: <laughs> when they came in the league of Black Ops Four, I was I was one of them yelling, watching the like the L C Q or whatever to get in when they were winning. I was for sure spamming Vamos, yelling. It was such a hype storyline. Yeah, and they just played
2: like I think it was just such a a breath of fresh air, like in the arena, because you know yeah. it, it could be tough. For, the pros were used to it but those guys just played with so much passion and energy because yeah. they knew the opportunity at hand every single match. Yeah. And that's what you're looking for. So I'm yeah. it. In.
0: It felt like, even though a lot of those guys were like veterans, it felt like when a, I don't know, a rookie or an AM comes in the league, like I don't know when Draza came first in as an example, like how hungry they are, like the passion. Yeah. It's not the same, but like that, that's how they were. Cause it was like, Oh, yeah. we got this shot in the States. Like, let's take advantage of you know, it. No, you're totally right. It was amazing. Um, we want to touch on what? Uh, there's new CDL blueprints, so you could can yeah. want to check those out in the store. I haven't grabbed any yet because I've been grinding the Star Wars game, but I plan oh. to.
2: Oh, they're, they're awesome. Okay, so I was going to say, I wanted to, uh, you know, lem, the Seattle Surge one's probably a top four one. Ultra as yeah. well. The Surge one is dope. So uh, these blueprints, the orgs got to design themselves. They're only for the Vaznev. Oh. Uh, you know, his sub players are blessed. Um <laughs> But they the have the God gun and thick. the
1: blueprints like yeah. Damn. Yeah, the Ultra <laughs> one
2: is dope. I'm trying to think uh, phase made like their own uh, diamond camo, uh, like the uh, like the zombie one. I'm trying to think what else. There's an, oh, the Boston ones actually really dope. So, uh, yeah, I mean, check those out. Support your support the teams. But I, I think that that was really cool. You know, it's something that owners have been vocal about the, the community has been vocal about they wanted these blueprints and camos to have their own personalities and these very much do like
1: surges is like a it's like a shark or something i don't even know it's It's sick all i know is it looks sick i wish i could put on my ar but it does look sick yeah
0: well that's just like yeah like you said kind of it's just a good step in general because i think we were listen it's a whole longer conversation about the support that we get for the cdl (laughs) but like at the beginning um i mean some of the skins we would get for the orcs were laughable um you know yeah. the the, the, mm-hmm. the uh merchandise like the entire combined buy vents, was like just league operated like it couldn't be created by the teams we got like those signatures there's somewhere. honestly the only ones i remember were the dog shit ones because like the signatures <laughs> were, were hilarious but like it seems like that's a good step between just yeah. like teams cdl devs so yes hopefully so i more. i, I mean, think they're
1: sick i think it's a good idea yeah
0: no, no, uh, totally. Just I, I hope that's one step along a very long path we have. <laughs> but uh, all right, let's. Uh, anything it. else we want? Anything else we want to touch on, quick, Joe? Before we hop into Lamar's sexy ass. I don't think so. That was
2: it. I. I I'm. He's got a career, man. We were going through it, so I'm excited Jeez. to jump into this one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: We won't like spend a ton of time on the early years and stuff. <laughs> um. Uh. But let's let's get going. First off, we asked this to like every guest. Uh. Just had. How did you get into competitive cod like where where was your start you said the rambo thing which is very fucking cool like where'd it go
1: so honestly me stumbling upon competitive cod was a complete blessing anomaly like insane chance so i was going to private school uh and then i switched to public school in the middle of middle school seventh grade my first class ever in public school i sat down next to a kid new to the school i don't know anyone just start chopping it up with them next to me he's like yo you play cod and at this point i was already addicted but like i was playing pubs and i just thought i was like the man like 10 <laughs> prestige, 55 like cod 4 like yeah i got a 2.0 like, like gold I'm, cross yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah, i'm the yeah. like, to go and he's like you play cod i'm like hell yeah i play cod like do i you know and then he's uh-huh. like oh like add me let's play whatever so the first kid i ever interact with in public school i add him go back home we play like one-on-one that night and i absolutely body him like to like two or something and he's like "Yo, like have you heard of game battles and i'm like what like what are you talking about and then he made an account for me and i he made my original account that i still use he made it for me no way yeah he made it for me and he's like yo let's play like gbs or whatever and i'm like bro what is this and then that's when i found out like i'm not actually the man like i
0: knew there's people that are way better than me you know Yeah.
1: so i started playing gbs with that playing with my school friends and then that's when the addiction just took over
0: i think we all have that we've talked about a couple other guests but like even me, the non pro, like you know, I was the best in Halo and kicking the shit out of everyone in college yeah, yeah. and stuff. And then I met, like, uh, you know Zena, uh, the Bonnie Burton of the Burton family and JB, who was SDK at the Ogre's Clan back then. I played with like them and just got fucking,
1: yeah.
0: Hey, my first, the first like mm-hmm. land I went to was at Park City Mall in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And I played yeah. against a 13 year old girl who shit on me. I was <laughs> like you had a rude awakening. Bro. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "All right, well, uh, I, I got a lot to learn." It was uh, it was very eye opening, but I think that's we all funny. we all kind of have that moment to some some degree. Yeah, um, that's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, kind of uh, complete lucky,
1: freak just. chance. Yeah, like if yeah, I sat yeah, down cool. next to anyone else, like who knows? Who right. knows if I would even found out what game battles was or whatever it is. I remember the first time I had a sketch on my schools from uh, my friends from school. Yeah, I to, like I was like, I'm
2: way too good for you guys. I'm sorry. I, Same like It's thing. time. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. time. Like you, you, start meeting some other people through GB, start playing yeah. with them, and you're like, listen, guys, it's a hell of a run, but we got yeah. It's like it's like the Fast and Furious when you're driving the opposite ways. That's pretty much how it
1: goes. Yeah, but for me, they didn't know that I kept playing. They just thought I stopped playing. It was a secret uh, for me. It was like a whole Hannah Montana double life, like. They didn't know I kept playing. I just like kind of fell off the gr- the grid and didn't like play with them anymore. And mm-hmm. they would just see me at school. I'm like, yeah, like I don't really do that anymore, too much, blah blah blah. And then, but I was secretly just like grinding with other people, like trying to get better and like get. Bro, under what the are scenes. you doing
2: tonight, bro? Yeah, oh, yeah. I got a project. Got homework. Yeah, literally.
1: Yeah, oh, I'm with yeah. my fam, or I'm sick. I'm busy. Like I don't know. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just grinding
1: GBs, dude. That's yeah. awesome. Man, that's where oh. it all started.
0: Okay. Well, that's where the beginning was. Uh, Before we get into like sort of the MLG era and stuff, I just want to talk about a couple, maybe not hot topics with you, but just sort of key things that have been around you at least for a good part of your career. I think one that always sticks out, like I know, um, leadership in COD is sometimes overstated or exaggerated in the sense of we don't have like in-game leaders like CS or something, but there is definitely leadership that is needed. And, where sometimes it's been people have been called out or like the leader tag has sort of fallen off or gone away with you. It's sort of always been a thing like this leadership thing and like my, sort of the my way or the highway or like you have a vision of how you want the game to be played. And like mm-hmm. you will enforce that. Like, I guess I want to know where that sort of started for you and just tell me a little bit about what you want and expect when you're on a team
1: um i mean of course you want to expect perfection and consistency to me that's the biggest thing is like playing the game in a consistent manner because that's the way you're going to get results because the people in cod that win or you know do the best are the people that just make mistakes mistakes the least often so if you have a consistent way and a consistent pattern uh to me that's how you get the most reliable like results if you're executing that plan um the leadership thing kind of like i never like come in the room or came into situation like oh like I run this like this is the way it's going you know it's kind of just like a natural occurrence we're just having team discussions about the game whatever it is and it kind of just happened to like start going that way you know what i mean um but that that tag uh i do appreciate having it you know it comes with its positives and negatives like positives are great like when things are going good you know it's like wow this guy's so good it's amazing he's so smart whatever when it's going bad it's like to me internally, I'm like, damn, it's on me. Like maybe I orchestrated the wrong plan or maybe I had us doing the wrong thing. So, you know, I'll be my harshest critic when it comes to the defeats, or you know, that's always my number one question when things are going wrong. Like, damn, did I set us up with the wrong GP, like wrong game plan, or am I, you know, handling something the wrong way? Um, but in game in the moment, it's definitely more of a team thing. It's you need every, you out. need yeah, it has to be. Not one person can take over. I feel like most of the leadership stuff kind of has to be done uh, in the practice room and leading up to the matches to get everyone on the same page, whatever it is. Because in the moment, everyone has to do their part. Uh, do you
2: do you remember like? I, it's tough for me because like I, well, you know when I was coming up, like I got like the first time I like dropped was by like Rambo and BT, and I that mm-hmm. just like stuck with me. And they're like, you're just playing yeah. the game wrong, and I was like, I don't really know what you mean by that. Like I don't yeah. get it. I don't know what you're saying. Right, so that was like a learning thing for me. But do you remember, like, when like you kind of understood like what those mistakes were and what you kind of had to figure out for for your team?
1: Yeah. So for me, it started clicking like more directly after AW. Uh, mm-hmm. After AW, I started getting more of a sense of like, oh, okay, this is how you rotate. This is how you avoid a situation. Oh, this actually wasn't very unfortunate. Like. You put yourself in a bad spot. That's not unfortunate. You didn't get unlucky. Like, there's a way to play to avoid these circumstances and these mistakes and make the game play the way you want it to be played, not just reacting to what's happening on your screen or what's what happening in the situation. You want to control the environment, you know? So yeah. that's kind of after AW, it started clicking for me. But
0: I think it's like, and it maybe why you've sort of gotten into this leadership role, it's like whether, like, that seems like it's something I clicked like, for you, from your perspective and your gameplay, whereas, like, we had Bance on and Bance was sort of like, he got on that ultra team, and, like, where they were, like, working on stuff and playing, he's like, holy fuck, he's like, I've been dog shit, I've been playing like an idiot until this <laughs> point, like, which is funny to hear yeah. with some of the moments he had, but it, like, clicked for him, I think because, the, like, the team was on, but it seems like yours was maybe more, like, a personal, mm. introspective thing.
1: Yeah, because I was, I mean, I've always been a student of the game, but more, like, also, like, I've been a fan, you know, so, like, I watch all the games, I watch VOD, I'd be, like, watching all the other matches, so for me, it was just, like, I wouldn't watch just, like, uh, like, oh, I'm just vegging out on the couch watching the matches or whatever it is, like, I was watching, like, intently, so then i start picking up little trends, notice things, and then that's kind of, like, it was just helping me click and, like, realize, like, wait, these guys are champions, they're winning this, what are they doing on this map? I'd watch a couple of their maps, so I'm like wait they're doing the same thing every time here. okay there's a consistent way to do x y and z and it kind of just like started clicking in my head i mean i'm sure
2: you know by now but like yeah a lot of people they just don't it's, i mean dude it's, sometimes just they just don't get it like it's it's yeah. really hard to sort of drill into their minds like mm-hmm. it's just not a simple shooter at times it, it's yeah. just like one wrong thing and it just it's a domino effect and mm-hmm. just sort of like game planning and having those rules and trying to explain why you're doing such things for a lot of, a lot of players, it it can take a long time. It it can
1: be a process. Yeah. And COD's so high pressure and split second, like decisions that like, if you have to come into a situation and make a spur of the moment decision, there's a very good chance you made the wrong one. And Yeah, you're just gonna lose. So, but if you come into situations and you know, like you already talked through all the possibilities, and you decipher, hey, this is the best decision. The moment arises if it clicks in your brain, and you remember, oh, this is that thing that we talked about. Boom, you already you know the best decision to make. You're gonna consistently get results. But the other stuff is just random. It might work, it might not. Who knows? It's such high pressure and such like close timings.
0: Whatever that's like called, like that, that click. Because like I feel like that exists with like so many things. Like I don't know whether you're doing a puzzle or. Learning a game or math, growing up, like it, it, I, I remember that, and like trigonometry or something. Like, I, you know, you're doing it, you're doing it. It's like, what the fuck is this? You remember trigonometry? Like, no, no, no. no. Like, <laughs> I mean, just in general, like, there's like that click. It's like, oh, like I get it. But that, yeah. I think that exists with like I wonder if this that's gotta be called like something. But like I,
1: that 10,000 hour rule, you know, after 10,000 yeah, hours, you yeah, become yeah, like yeah. a master, you know. So maybe that Black Ops Three was my 10,000 hours I put in for competitive. <laughs> I was like, yo, I got it, like yeah.
0: No, but that's always just a generally a good feeling. Like, oh, I, I get it now. This this kind of makes sense. All right, yeah. uh, one thing you've, uh, you know, the leadership tag has, has come, but then you said kind of the good and the bad. One of the one of the bads is I think you've kind of, partially because of the leadership, partially statistically at times, you've sort of mm-hmm. been that like scapegoat for a team. Like things are going wrong. And even if like Joe at a high level may know it's not your fault when it comes mm-hmm. to fans, they look at Katie and, you know, you're sort of the one thrown under the bus. What's yeah. it been like kind of, I guess dealing with that because I think that's kind of been a constant at times through your career.
1: Um. Oh yeah. It's. I mean, it's been basically forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe besides like, well, your whole career, but you yeah. Know what yeah. I mean. yeah. <laughs> basically, like i the thing is, I'm okay with that. Like, I don't really mind. I'm pretty good at tuning out like the fan noise. Uh. The biggest thing for me, and just anyone that's in a position like that or whatever it is, they're underperforming or statistically underperforming or anything like that, where um, there's a lot of outside noise. The biggest thing is just having that reassurance and confidence from your team. Uh, if you don't have that, then it could definitely, you know, get to you. But if you have that reassurance and your team has that confidence in you and they still show that belief, then it's easy to just tune out. But sometimes there is times where my fingers are itching. I'm like, bro, I'm about to write an essay breaking this down on how why you're so your comment is so dumb, but like uh, ah, I just can't do it. Like whatever, I'll let it rock. You know, you gotta let it roll off your shoulder. Cause yeah, yeah. like you said, yeah. at a high level, it's super like meticulous, you know. So breaking it down to people to make them understand is pretty hard.
0: I still yeah. get on. I still get on Reddit, the Reddit a bit, mm-hmm. but I've, Oh, they hate me on there. They it's hate me very, on there. <laughs> very minimal. Oh, me too. It's very <laughs> little that I'll get on there, Yeah. because like there are a lot of great people, a lot of people who get it, but there's just it's like ignorance. And I don't mean ignorance, like dumb. I mean ignorance and like literally like a lack of knowledge, like a lack yeah. of understanding. But like anytime I want to like explain something, I'm like I'd have to write. Yeah, I'd have to. I get up in this. 40 response tombo have write an essay I'm like i'm not doing that so i, I just like let this slide maybe you argue with people all the time on twitter on oh, twitter yeah i've been seeing you i've been seeing you buy them shots off we literally argue for hours oh, with people i will, I will on hours. twitter cuz it's like twitter feels like texting almost it's like fast like yeah. I, i'll sort of do that it's like different i don't know i don't view it the same way when i
1: see you popping off on uh, someone i'm like this is great get them get
0: <laughs> every now and then it just depends on my mood like sometimes i can just see it and be like uh idiot but then every now and yeah. then i'm like it's so dumb i'm like what the fuck <laughs> you can't hold and it and then in, you bro.
2: retweet it and then you reply and then uh, their friends or someone else replies agreeing and you just go you just go. It's up. Look it, it up. It's, Look it's it up. He, it up. he loves it. He <laughs> looks forward to it, dude. He sometimes,
0: it just depends. Sometimes yes, sometimes no.
2: I, I think it's majority of the times, yes. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. The only time you're usually if like you're playing like you're playing a game that's distracted you. That's just that's one of his things. I don't know. Well,
0: that's probably why I've used social. I use social less now like in general, like he's right at last. Yeah, it feels at last. Like a,
2: a lot of people are doing that. And I think it's, especially like in our, you know, in our profession, I mean, Lamar's profession, like being a pro player. I mean, I, it, you know, I, I went through it. Like when I was playing, you read stuff enough, it, you're going to start to believe like parts of it. Right. And that's where, you know, as actually was saying, like you have your reassurance from your team. And I think that's a cultural change that's happened from years and years ago. And, you know, kind of the situations that that well the, to the level of profession these teams are at now, back then when I played, but that was not the thing. I mean, if you <laughs> enough shit was being talked, dude, like you don't know if you're getting dropped the next day because it could it yeah. could happen. It could happen. You don't know At least what you are a guaranteed contract.
1: Yeah, like one seed, like one comment could just plant a seed in someone's mind, whether that in your camp somewhere, and that could just start sprouting and growing, and all of a sudden that just festers and is done. The camp's broken from the inside. That's crazy to think about. I mean, I'm sure it's happened to everyone. But yeah, you're not
2: wrong. Like back when, you know, teams are streaming scrims and stuff, you read some enough times and then someone's probably going to say it. Yeah. Or they're going to be thinking it. And then once they're thinking it, they're going to start noticing it. And then once you start noticing it, you're done. Toast. Uh, Toast.
1: (laughs) Once you notice it, it, they start obsessing over it. You know what I'm saying? Like You just just can't get over it. Like, yo, there's that thing again, again, again. Uh And you're like, all right, it's over. It's just that's it.
0: Well, that's why, like, when the so when the thing happened with Shane, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago with him, like, sitting behind Optic, and, like, a couple of people yeah. in our replies were like, oh, if that's okay, then why don't teams stream scrims? And I'm like, listen, man, it, it's not because of, like, a strategy thing, even though people will say that. It, it is because it, it's a distraction thing. It is mm-hmm. the comments oh, that will come 100%. into it, the drama that will get raised. It is just literally yeah. a distraction, and it leads to stuff like... Yes. I mean I think that was a perfect yeah. example of how stuff just gets blown in nothing gets turned into everything.
1: Bro, it's a huge distraction because like you guys have seen teams the way we act during screens, but I'm sure you've seen it too, Joe. Like it gets heated. You know, like sometimes some arguments or some comments, or whatever is like you like you're trying to win, everyone's there's testosterone flowing in the room, everyone's yeah. amped up and on edge. So like sometimes it gets heated and maybe maybe in that space, right? Like in your team's room, everyone's so comfortable with each other that like things can be said aggressively or whatever it is and like no one will get offended but if someone gets like ego checked or something in public they're going to feel some type of way even more and maybe that could like cause you know arguments or whatever it is you know so that's why i personally think streaming scrims like that's like the issue with it you're distracted on your chat maybe you feel some type of way if someone says something to you in public or ridicules you or criticizes you or whatever so that's why i think a closed space for practice is like better
2: yeah, no, I mean, I, player, I players are humans. I mean, you, you, yeah. there just might be a day you wake <laughs> up and you're just having a bad, no matter what. Like, m- maybe that's just the time when you're like, hey, we're not practicing today. I'm just, I, I can't do it or whatever it is. But sometimes that turns into arguments and yelling. Like, uh, yeah, players
1: players are It are gets humans. heated. Yeah, like yeah. you're four people wanting the best out of each other you're gonna get mad sometimes it's just that's life that's competition if anyone's been in any high level competitive environment that's just natural
0: and, yeah you don't need a full red post to say oh my god accuracy hates pred mm-hmm. accuracy dropping pred pred hates yeah, accuracy accuracy back yeah, to crazy. australia yeah, yeah just,
1: exactly dude,
0: it, it just explodes all right um listen i was talking about ignorance earlier this is something that i i'm very ignorant about i don't i don't have a you know huge understanding or knowledge on it but you know, we, we hear about it with like you and I think I think a seam and stuff yearly, you know, when Ramadan is going on, um, you know, I, I, Joe mentioned that it, it was going on a couple weeks ago. I was thinking about having you come on an episode. He's like, maybe we do it another time. And mm-hmm. I guess I mean, we don't have to go into detail, whatever you're comfortable with. But like, I know there are things that you need to do that have to be have to make it a little more difficult, I imagine, to compete at this level. Um, I guess I just wonder what what, what it's like.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, Ramadan, if people aren't familiar with that, it's where you can't drink or eat anything from dawn till dusk, so, like, around, like, 5-ish a.m. until sunset, which was around, over here, it was, like, seven thirty, seven forty. 7.40, uh, for a while. um, You can't eat anything, you can't drink anything, so, you know, coming to that practice room every day, you're just non-stop yapping, talking, you can't even drink water, like, you're kind of drained a little bit, lethargic, because, like, you just can't get any energy, no food, no water, so that definitely makes it harder, um but you know there's people that are muslim that compete in way more rigorous things than we do like premier league they're in the world cup they're nba players fighters I think about that. that's, yeah that's like and, and they're all doing it you know so yeah uh that's just something that you know we as muslims just have to you know we do and it's a holy month for us so for us we kind of just like let that roll off and try to be you know keep your faith in it and you just do what you got to do <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess for you, it probably feels a little, like, out of touch to say, like, yeah. oh, I'm struggling. There's people that are playing yeah, in the Premier League. Yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's hard. No, yeah, I know. I remember I didn't watching, like,
2: that. basketball, like, Kyrie, he, uh, yeah. yeah, he's Muslim. He, like, he waits till a certain point, and then he'll, like, you'll see him eating on the bench, like, stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah, once, once it's dust, so. Yeah, I learned a lot through like Rami, obviously back with like Leo's. Yeah. but um, that's my, that's my boy. Yeah, dude, that I like the whole water thing. I, I didn't realize that uh, you can't that, chew gum. I can eat food, can't water, I just
0: can't. I, I
2: especially like communicating the way that yes, you do day to day. But I will say this: this year, especially, you played extremely well. Like during that time, is it almost to a point where the energy you do have left? Like, are you just focused on the game? Like, is it almost like, like you're putting all that? Like, when you're someone sick or whatever, they just kind of do what they can. Or you just, all right, someone else is gonna have to step up communication wise. I'm just gonna be in my spots, shoot as straight as as straight as I can
1: yeah definitely uh so two things happened for me this that changed it one is mm-hmm. ramadan a couple seasons ago i got dropped by rocker because i was extremely underperforming during that split okay. during ramadan so for me e- ever since then every ramadan i'm like yo like let me sit up like let me let me let me super lock in for this and then so you know putting that extra effort in during that time period and then two it is also what you said like Normally, for me, when I'm practicing, of course, I spend time on my own game. You know, you're, everyone's responsible for themselves. But just the way my mind works, a lot of my attention is diverted to, like, what's the team doing? What's our plan? How are minimap we making this play? hill? Minimap. Like, you're looking at your map while you're playing, or whatever's going on. Um, but in that moment, like you said, I already know I'm kind of at a disadvantage. So at that point, I'm like, I just need to worry about me. Like, make sure I'm doing good or make sure i'm focusing on myself because i just don't have the energy to expend to just focus on everything else right now you know you still do what you can but that like ratio of energy gets focused a little more like towards what you need to do okay
0: oh. it, kind of, it kind of makes sense i mean i can only think of like I, it's just when i've been really tired a horrible night of sleep every now and then like i'm more locked in a weird way because i just don't care what's going on i just sort of play and mm-hmm. i don't know
2: sometimes... yeah i just kinda, yes i mean I, i've said it on the podcast before but i mean i had some Tournaments of college, I was just—it's not even close to compare, but extremely hung over. That, oh, that's, no, that, that, like,
0: that's just no, like yeah. all you could do.
2: That's like I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's uh, pretty much it. Exactly. Uh,
0: it's different, but like you kind of just like all right, I yeah, whatever. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna play, just gonna play, and hope it, hope it goes well. Um, well, let's get into let's get into sort of where it. Began Like, we're going to start where I wanted to touch on. Like, I know I it looks like you kind of in Black Ops 2 had a couple online things. And then Ghost is where you started to do more online stuff. And then AW is yeah. where you, you more got in the mix. I just want to talk about kind of like your first, um from what I could see, like, sort of success story. And correct me if I'm wrong. But when it was you, Hook, TJ, and Happy, and you got top mm-hmm. six at Season 1 playoffs in AW. Like, yeah, for me, that's yeah. sort of what put you on the map
1: a bit. Yeah. I mean, so... I was kind of, like, known throughout Black Ops 2 and Ghost as, like, a top M, I guess, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Because yeah. I got, like, top 12 at some tournaments, and, like, people knew me, but I never fully competed. I always quit. I only went I went to two tournaments each year and just quit the rest of the season because my parents wanted me to, like, focus on school and, like, other stuff like that. It looks a so little like,
0: weird on, like, when I was yeah, like, oh, so like, I was, like, popping in, like, in and out
1: yeah i'd be popping in and out and then just like go ghost for like six months and then come back like (laughs) play a tournament or two and then like disappear double agent two lives yeah literally and then uh, aw is when i kind of was like okay i'm like i want to do this i'm not going to quit randomly in the middle of the year i'm gonna i'm gonna keep playing the whole time uh but yeah that aware team was probably my first like real shot to contend with pros and like make a name and be like a competitor you know um, that team was really fun, man. It's so funny. MLG probably still has paperwork. We went to that tournament, I had to sign the parental form for all three of them because they were all like 16 and I was like 19 or 18 or whatever. I was like, Yeah, I'll be your dad, guys. Like, I will <laughs> signing amazing. all the paperwork. <laughs> yeah, that's so good.
2: Um, <laughs> so then what team falls apart is that because they were, yeah, under 18? Is that what yeah?
1: You're... So that's oh, when okay. Champs was in the middle of the year, so okay. They were all under 18. I couldn't play with any of my teammates going into Champs. So I had to go find a whole new team, which was definitely way worse than my old team of Huke, Happy, and TJ, who were like superstars at that time. And then uh, we had a disappointing finish at Champs. I think we got like top 12 or something. We got reverse swept for top eight versus TK. And then uh, from there, just... Oh, even worse. Our league spot got sold. Aware Gaming! Aware Gaming sold our league spot to TCM. That's when the Europeans came into the league and they mm. sold it after the qualifiers. So I couldn't even try to re-qualify. And I was like, "Oh, wow. well this is well, great. Like, nice. <laughs> I just
0: I lost like, one of the first
2: situations
1: for that yeah. too."
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's I what I want to talk literally. to you about. Like like Black yeah. Ops
0: 3, it looked like when I was looking through it, it looked like you failed to qualify at the invite with like Orbit. So, when when did, when did yeah. this spot that happened in AW? Oh, exactly. I was thinking, yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. I was thinking like start yeah. a CDL, a CWL. Okay, okay, okay I have a
1: story for that too. Don't worry. Oh me. no, no, I, I put
0: it down. It seems like it was a fucking <laughs> real fun time.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, we both had a great time. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. You and Joe got something in common, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they when they aware sold, I was I literally remember I was sitting in chemistry class, taking notes, doing my thing because I was still going to school at the time, and I get a text like, "Yo, like, do you see this?" Blah blah blah. And I'm like. What are you talking about? I go look at it and it's like oh we're gaming sold spot TCM and I'm scratching my head in class like I was just talking to the owner, he's but he was booking our flights for the tournament in like two weeks. Like, what wow. are you talking about? You know what I mean? I'm like, what the hell? And then the owner just goes, Ghost, not responding to me on Skype. That's when we see Skype back. Then I'm like, yo, like what the hell? Like blah 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 blah. And then the qualifiers were already done, so we couldn't even like re get a spot. So that kind of was like super crazy, unfortunate circumstances. I don't think, think that, think that changed the rules. I'm pretty sure that changed yeah. the rules if I remember right, just
2: then from that time forward, I'm pretty sure if that was to happen, like two players from that roster that yes, qualified yes. had to stay on the yeah, team. Exactly. So, so I was just like, bro,
1: what like what is life right now? <laughs> like yeah. i finally make it to the league, good team. Then I can't play with them because of champs. And then I'm like, okay, it's all good. Champs is over, back to business league spot sold everyone on my team was we're all free agents at the time of course because the league spot got sold everyone starts getting picked apart going to different teams and i'm just sitting there scratching my head like what just happened like this what is in my life yeah. yeah that was
0: basically like a franchise league without any of the positives of yeah. franchise league exactly <laughs> before i changed the role um yeah interesting i forgot that like that was a thing before the cwl i thought that kind mm. of started with the cwl with like the spots and stuff um yeah Let's talk about it. so you know you get the top six things fall apart before champs and AW and then we get to we get to Black Ops three and the CWL and it's uh it's kind of a crazy restart for a, a lot of people in the sense of well it just kind of changes hands it goes to ESL uh, Activision like consumer marketing and their franchise sides more involved and it's this different beast um, a lot of orgs start coming in like uh, well we had CLG Cloud Nine G two like like wanted yeah started started to come into things and then <laughs> you and Joe let them all down. But no, fuck uh, <laughs> off. Um, so I, I saw there, it looks like you, you like failed to qualify at the invite tourney, failed to mm-hmm. qualify in the online qualifier, and also mm-hmm. failed to qualify at the relegation tourney. Uh,
1: so you were going yes. through at the beginning? So, so this is what happened. We failed to qualify with Orbit, right? And then yeah. I, we, we played the online qualifier. I don't remember what happened. I think we just like lost or something game five, like some crazy thing. And then from there, I joined cloud nine or something like that uh if i remember and then they yeah, loan me yeah i'm on cloud nine um we go to south carolina we actually play joe round one open bracket this is when there's like no seeding or whatever round one open bracket south carolina we play them and i'll never forget this we could go find the vod somewhere it's map one oh strong. one map one stronghold hard point i dropped 45 with three minutes in the hill and lost and i was like looking at my teammates like yo Controller plugged in,
0: like <laughs> y'all Grinded get that one it. out.
1: Yeah, they ended Is up that winning like... with all
0: the controller issues. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. The Bluetooth exactly. issue. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that
2: was the start of uh, the crow. Yeah. Well, the yeah, cronies. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I remember that tourney was a shit show. Exactly. And then after that tourney, after that tourney,
1: I was like, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to play with these kids. So I go talk to the C9 people. I'm like, Yo, like, get me out of here. Like, loan me, sell me, whatever. So they loaned me to like they loaned me to a struggling CLG. I joined their team like a week before the qualifiers. We just go. We lose, I'm like damn nice, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, name. listen, I'm not, yeah. you know, listen, I'm not making excuses, but those qualifiers sucked. That's why I went to League yeah. and I changed them all the next year. That's all yes, I'm saying. Okay, God. it was, it was for the better.
1: All right, I'm just gonna put <laughs> yeah. it out there
2: i want to put it out there. You were the savior. You
1: were the savior. I
2: I got the league on land. I I got double Olympic qualifiers. Listen, you know, it was a good thing for the rest of my friends. That's really... Yeah,
1: definitely helped out. And then after that, that's when the drama really started for me, after that qualifier, because I was still contracted to C9. And at this point, like, I had been putting up good performances in all these qualifiers or whatever it is, but obviously there was no team success. Um, And at that point, Elevate and Luminosity both were interested in picking me up and they were like two of the top four teams at the time, like third and fourth basically. And then cloud nine held me to some insane buyout. They wanted like 12 grand for me. And I was like, bro, optic bought formal for 15 grand. I'm not formal. Like (laughs) no one's paying 12 grand to buy me. Like, what are you, what are you guys doing? You know, like you're going to literally ruin my career. And then, um, they were kinda like, no, like we deal with these buyouts, whatever. They thought it was like league, bro. Like no well, one's paying this money. Yeah, once yeah. these
2: big orcs came in, like that weren't used to COD, they were used to League and Yeah, and C S. Like it was just
1: Exactly. So I was talking to Elevate and the LG players were like, Yeah, we're trying to get you, they're trying to work out the deal, but they want a crazy buyout. So I'm like on my end begging them, like, please, like this is my chance. Finally, I could like join like a top team, like let me go to one of them. I don't care which one, like whichever one works the deal out. And they kinda stuck to their guns, held the buyout, and then both teams ended up picking like free agents up or something and i was like well now i'm screwed and then at the end of that split or that season like of that time period of stage two or something they just messaged me on skype yeah you're released i was like damn you could have done this a month ago like wow perfect thanks guys (laughs) and then after that it was kind of just a downward spiral for me
0: well that's that's kind of what i want to touch on so like that you know after failing to qualify the relegation attorney um Joe's career ended, but you decided to (laughs) continue and battle on. And uh, listen, you you know, you played for like uh, CLG, Cloud9, G2, a bunch of like big orgs. Mm -hmm. Um, No real notable placements over this next stretch before we get to like tk and the kind of the next chapter but yeah at that point you know you had been competing for a couple of years bro, you already know, you had...
2: this story's insane like dude, oh, yeah. this guy <laughs> like
1: what is happening bro yeah. you could you could write a book like it's the most unlucky craziness bro. of all time
0: <laughs> well i guess i just wonder like how did you decide to keep going because he listen just to be blunt it didn't fucking start well
1: yeah it didn't start well so I, was the funniest I lost story. one series it left bro like, <laughs> So the funniest thing about it is, you know that meme that people tweet out where, like, the guy's digging and then he stops right before the diamonds? Yeah. yeah that yeah, that yeah. was literally me. I quit in IW. Like, after this little stretch with G2, we didn't make the league. I was like, All right, I'm done. Like, I'm not playing anymore. It's mm-hmm. chalked. I didn't touch a controller for three weeks. I was like, I'm actually done. I'm just going to focus on school and, like, family stuff, whatever, and move on. Like, this chapter's closed. I didn't make the league. I'm not wasting my year, you know, just playing in the pit. And then I didn't touch a controller for three weeks, and CW Anaheim was coming up and uh, one of, some of my friends hit me up it was like sender diabolic and like ivy or something they're like yo like you live in la like just come to the tournament like just play with us we need a fourth blah blah, blah. and i was bored that day so i was like all right i'll hop on and scream with you guys <laughs> so I, I i get on after not playing for so long and we happen to be screaming tk and literally first day on no joke i'm dropping 30 every map in iw and respawn and i'm like wait like my itch, my itch came back. I started yeah. scratching my oh, neck like, ooh, was, like, was, yeah. I started that. feeling good, yeah. And I knew the TK team was better, so I messaged them. I'm like, yo, like, drop someone. Pick me up. Like, Where was your worst player, pick me up. And then it took them, like, a day or two, and they were like, all right, fuck it. Let's do it. And then they just picked me up, and I got on TK. And then we had, like, a decent, like, little stretch. We got, like, top 12 or, like, you know, just messing around. And then that's when we came into World War II. What? So if I would have quit right there, World War II would have never happened. What was wow. the team at the end of IW? What was it? to me, Happy, Theory, and Goonjar. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then going into World War II, uh, I think Goon left. He wanted to, like, he's been on TK for 10 years at this point, basically. So he wanted some breath of fresh air. And then we ended up picking up, um, who, who did we pick up first? Oh, we picked what, up Cheen first.
0: You, uh, Theory, Kenny, Accuracy, I think is what I, I yeah, ended up we picked,
1: we picked up Cheen first. And this funny story, we were going to keep Happy. But then we got on a call and we talked about it. And then Cheen said a famous line to me that like kind of stuck with me the rest of my career after that. So I'll give him a lot of credit for this. He was like, yo, like I don't know. like We should probably pick up someone else like instead of Happy. And he was like, the thing is, he's like you got to make your teammates your friends, not your friends your teammates. And I was like, you know what? Uh, You're right. We're picking up Kenny. <laughs> we picked up Kenny and the rest is history. I worked street. out.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, because Ken, was, he... Ken
2: was playing AW, right? Mm-hmm. And then he was, wasn't was AT. He went to Halo. So I then was he, bit, yeah. did he play at the
1: NIW or was just like N- you guys nah. just knew? Z- okay. I just, yeah, we just, I just knew like this kid's going to be good. Uh, People were right. talking about him. Like other players were like, yeah, you should definitely pick him up. Like that kid's going to be good. Even though he hadn't played in so long. I was like, all right, like let's do it. Let's you know? do it. Yeah. yeah, let's figure it out. I actually had talked to him because one of my things that I do for when I'm like picking up new talent or just like any one of my teammates for the most part. The biggest thing for me is they have to be, like, a normal human being. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of weirdos in the gaming community. So I talked to Kenny, and I was like, okay, this guy's super talented. Obviously, already we know that he's been to tournaments, played well. Then I was like, he has, like, a full-ride scholarship for school, so he must be really smart. He played sports like he's a normal kid. All right, we could work with this. Like, let's just take the chance, and it should work out. You're like, name me three
0: NBA players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> oh, God, that's, yeah. like, that's a decent test. But, like, did you know at the time, I guess, because – you know, you hadn't, it, listen, it was a bumpy road. Um, whether you were, you know, screwed over or uh, yeah. just fell short, whatever happened, it, it was rocky those first couple of years. You didn't really have a home, per se. Did you mm-hmm. kind of know like TK was kind of going to be it or not really when you got involved?
1: Um, funny story, actually. Uh, I kind of knew it was going to be it. And it was maybe I was just absolutely like, talking out of my ass but i remember telling cause before the season like as we made the team when i saw him like watch i promise you this is going to be the year like watch like i got you and then we ended up winning that first tournament i literally remember running off the stage when i saw him and i, I he gave me a hug and i was like didn't i fucking tell you like i told you and he's like damn you really kept your word bro. i was <laughs> like yo. Yeah.
0: well let's yeah, awesome. uh let's talk about i guess uh yeah Joe, this next big kind of chapter in his life
2: yeah, I mean, World War Two. I mean, um, dude, I, I don't think anyone saw this TK, I, I don't know what it was with this team, but you guys in some insane ways, I mean, went back to back, right? Um, yeah. I, I guess, like, for you, what what made this team successful, like, looking back at it now, like, um, I, for,
1: man, that's, basically, from my perspective, what made the team successful was our energy together as a team, Um we all were dying for it. Like we all knew this was a life-changing year, um so we grinded relentlessly together to the beginning of the game. Like you know, how back then you had to play GBS together, and like you had to play GBS to get your pro points or whatever. We oh, yeah. we, we we played all those GBS together. We literally spent 12, 15 hours a day together on speak playing the game for the first month, like together, nonstop, and you know we were all just dying for it and the game kind of clicked for each one of us and then also as a team so like it just felt natural for everyone and it was just working out like it was honestly a perfect storm
2: yeah how were your guys like early on because i know early on online because i remember i had to watch like every single one because i was yeah. like, doing like league upside uh because it was a lot of optic that went early yeah. online how was it like, online good.
1: for you guys you guys we did online Yeah, we got that's when that's when it clicked in my head. I was like, Oh my god, like we can do this. Like I think we got like second or third in the first two K and we ended up losing like an absolute buzzer beater game to Optic. And -hmm. at that moment we were all like, Oh my god, like this is real. Like we can we can compete, you know? So that was kinda even more motivation and we just took it from there. I think we ended up winning one of the two K's in the beginning. There was like three of them before the tournament. We I think we got like second or third. We ended up like winning one and then like getting top three again in the other one. And in my head I'm like this is the moment. Like this is we it. gotta capitalize. <laughs> well, like, that was please. gonna be my next
2: question. Because yeah. like I think for a lot of people, it's you know you have a good team, but you're never like you don't really know like all right are we gonna you know, like can we win right? Uh, are we at that caliber? And and sometimes it's not until you get to a land and just things click or I don't know. But it's usually like for you. It was online. Like you just kind of knew. Like all
1: right, this yeah. is this is a, a squad. Yeah, because you could tell like you could tell when obviously land is very different than online but like you can mm-hmm. tell when you're winning online or competing online when like it doesn't matter if this is land or online we're just playing the game better you know what i'm saying we just we just it doesn't matter what the ping is whether we have the advantage or whatever we're we know the game more so i was feeling that energy through those mm-hmm. tournaments and i was like okay like as long as we're just not just nervous wrecks and completely break when we go to the tournament like we can compete for this you know yeah so then um you know, you guys win the first two. It gets a little bit
2: rocky. Then you guys mm-hmm. add uh, Enable and Pharaoh. Um, mm-hmm. You win stage two playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys, I mean, you looked damn good. I know there was a lot of sort of back and forth with the whole chain and in theory thing because you, you guys won early, but you guys went with that change. Um, and then mm-hmm. there was sort of, I mean, that champs. The entire tournament was insane. I know, I know. Or uh, crazy, me, <laughs> a, an insane two double best of five. I think most uh, most finals that year were like double best of five. I, yeah. I think there was there were so pretty, many. Mavin, like every single one was ones. bro. Mm-hmm. And then, now was that was that a double game five? That one?
1: Uh, no, no. So the first one we were down o two. We reverse swept the first best four. of five. Yeah, yeah we reverse mm-hmm. swept the first best of five. We won that. We're super G'd up. We're like, all right, like. It's, it's our moment. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm like walking off the stage like, this is just going to make the story better. Like, come on. Like, we're <laughs> winning won like map this. Like, no, we not... oh, no, we lost map one. I thought you yeah, won so... map one. Listen, that's ingrained, burned into my memory. We lost map one. I was frying. We lost by like five points. I was like, yeah. I looked at the scoreboard after I was like, damn, son. <laughs> 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 damn. Like, that was our moment, you know, and then once we mm-hmm. lost that map one, we like, usually we were like the best hardpoint team. I think we lost like one hard point the whole tournament or like yeah, one or two, the, the whole tournament, search, right? That's like, yeah, there was, that was exactly as long as we lost the hard point, kind of like after making the reverse sweep, the momentum kind of just got sucked out of us. And I mean, they just outplayed us the rest of the series. So we lost three O in the second best of five. Okay.
0: Was it really three 0 what what yeah, was the was... crazy docs? Was that the
1: map one of the second best of five?
0: Okay. I used to remember do- a dot. Well, you guys were up in that. Weren't you? I remember yeah.
2: that. And then like an Arden forest
1: search. Was that the game five? That was uh map two. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, I, I remember the some... second best of five. Map two, the second okay. best of five. Yeah. Well, the reverse man, was game five. Game five of the first series was like crazy too. It went down to like six four one v two situation. F three recipes clutched it up. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, let's talk about that kind of like those moments because mm-hmm. you. This is sort of where um I guess the whole Iceman nickname was born uh and some of the clutches you had that year you had several in world war ii i think i, I remember like that, L,
2: and- that lg one dude i, I remember that when they like line up on uh, yeah. uh saint marie
0: dumont yeah. Dude, that's, that's
1: literally that my sub-alert. Ma- maven yelling really? really, that is literally my sub <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: I, I feel like i've done yeah. all of them bro like literally every yeah. clutch and it, i guess i kind of want to know how how you view it if this is like listen is there something in your genes where you live for those moments and be a clutch guy or is it more like i'm trying to think of how to compare it like sort of like you becoming ice man it makes me think of, like kobe and black mamba like yeah. he, might not have, he might not have percentage-wise been the most clutch player but mm. he had the ones you remembered like kobe yeah. kobe had the clutches that like were those fucking moments that you remembered forever and like <laughs> is it that like is it the big moments for you or is it just like something different for you in search when it comes to that i don't
1: know what it is i kind of like I just feel like I go like I go like numb, like I'm like in a different like realm. <laughs> Every like everything's like in slow motion. I'm kind of just like my miles going at like a million miles an hour. I'm just like I don't know. It feels weird. I honestly feel like I don't feel anything in the moment. It just feels like you're in a complete flow state like in the zone like I don't feel any pressure honestly I want to wear like a heart monitor next time I'm on stage or something like one that's like wrapped around my chest and like feel it because I would like to say like I don't even feel my my heart like pounding like that um but you find out it's just going so fast yeah you're you're just (laughs) so locked in you don't even know (laughs) exactly so I mean I don't know what it is um I'm just grateful that I can thrive in those high-pressure environments. Because in a you know like a gig like ours, if you break in those moments and you can't handle it, uh, you're never going to really make it too far or have those you know legendary moments.
0: I love but, you because you've created some uh, my <laughs> fa- my favorite moments as a commentator. Like
1: I appreciate so- it. Sometimes
0: search, bro. You could have you could have like a round eleven search, but it's like mm-hmm. as a commentator, it's almost like boring because there weren't like any big moments, right? Yeah. Like it was like the rounds were all kind of methodical there weren't any crazy situations mm-hmm. but like those where it's like i don't know like around 10 or 11 and there's some 1v3 or some crazy clutch like it's just a shit you never forget especially depending on you know if it's at a major it's at it's yeah. at champs. like it's just yeah. shit you don't forget yeah I mean I, those moments
1: I, are crazy
2: i got two things now all right one the first thing is do you have a favorite
1: or a couple of favorites i know you've had a lot now do you have one yeah uh my favorite is probably my first one before ever i got it in the Dallas Grand Finals. This is the first Grand Finals appearance my whole career. Finally, make it to the big stage. I'm in the finals and I won before Splice. And I was like, damn, first time in the finals and I got a 1v4. Like, <laughs> shit, like, you know, don't talk to this me. I'll rise to the occasion. You know what I mean? So nah, that, like, that definitely hit hard. And then um, I think my second favorite one, wow, that'll be hard. I guess the clutch itself is not my favorite but the moment that it meant is my second favorite the clutch uh against LG in the finals second best of 5 game 5 for the back to back because of course going into the back to back um everyone's just like oh first event wonders you know whatever whatever mm-hmm. and getting the back to back kind of gives you like secures your like legacy and makes you prove like we're legitimate like we're actually here to compete not just oh we just cheesed everyone the first tournament or whatever it is so getting that moment to like help secure that dub which is probably why that gives me the second position
2: yeah no i, I remember I, I feel like i remember it was cap right watching the flank and i think he gave it up at like the worst time yeah i, I, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like i remember being in the stands like just yeah. seeing your arrow on the mini map just yeah. flank all the way around like yeah it's just <laughs> it saying. and then i, I want to ask you at this point now mm-hmm. you've had this identity Mm-hmm. And uh, we've seen it, you know, where you're just sticking defuses. You're not checking defuses. It feels like at this point, when you're in a clutch situation, like, do you think you could play a little bit differently just due to your, well, the nickname that you have, like Bandy yeah, Iceman? Yeah. Like, do you, yeah, do you use it to your advantage?
1: Yeah, there's definitely certain things that, uh, especially when it comes to the bomb, that people like, have i've kind of burnt it out by this point you know what i'm saying from having so many of these moments that people remember so i mm. know people are calling out on the other team like oh it's lamar he's gonna do this like or check this or whatever blah blah blah." so like it's kind of a little mental game uh sometimes especially versus certain players that i know like that i'm friends with and you know i talk to all the time or whatever it is so when that happens uh it's definitely in the back of my mind in those moments yeah
2: I figured it had to have been, like, dude, yeah, it's just at this point, like, people know, oh, it's Lamar, he's gonna do this. Like, so everyone yeah, has tendencies, but it feels exactly. like you could kind of do whatever the hell you want. Like, you might have a <laughs> tendency, but, like, yeah, you, you have could to play just the throw it game. out the window. <laughs> yeah, you just yeah. throw it out the window. Yeah.
0: Hell, I mean, he did it so often that I, I think I spoke a couple clutches into happening. Like, when I was casting <laughs> him, I'm like... Lars well, last alive he's going to clutch this and then he just does yeah. and i'm like oh thanks man Make it look you, smart. And you
1: yeah. haven't been casting our matches recently or what's oh, going on like i, I don't know. get it
0: <laughs> we still let to. we gotta we gotta get on more because like you versus phase is always a dude joe and i yeah, can you
1: cast one of them match. please
0: damn I would, you know, I, dude uh i think when we did the schedule the last event you know they just kind of put it out but we saw we weren't on face seattle and i was like yeah. Was, that was the one. Yeah, like, we, were <laughs>
1: we were pissed. We were pissed. We love that series. It's always so good. It's always yeah, so good. We have some wars with them. Well, yeah. after
0: you won two events, some um, bald jackass cursed you, and he's sorry. <laughs>
1: Yo, you did actually. I have a bone to <laughs> pick with you,
0: <laughs> I, dude. I forgot about that. That what was it? Trading shots. I just decided yeah. to rant. I don't even know why, dude. I, was I know why. I
1: thing. remember because I was talking smack for sure. I think you were
0: talking smack. I was and, like, talking smack. said something dumb on social or something. And yeah. I just decided to rant, and I was like, yeah. "You guys will." I think I just said, "You guys will never win again,"
2: yeah. and then. We did it. Well, at least they won one station playoffs. You know, it no, he was
1: uncursed awesome. us. He uncursed yeah. us, uh, and then we did, ended up winning. So it made it even funnier, like because he went on there. Yeah. Okay, you guys are uncursed. You're good, and you're then we good. ended up winning soon after. And I was like, wow, dude. this guy really. Uh, he gave I mean, us it's all, it's all bullshit, but, This guy thought he was a demigod, dude. He still does. Yeah. dude. Do not, <laughs> no, <laughs>
2: don't gas this guy. Up. We're done dude, with him. We're done I with this That it was crazy, though, yeah. honestly.
0: Um, but now, yeah, you guys, uh you guys. I mean, it was, it was, it was your first, like incredible year i mean after yeah. all the all the crap you went through like finally um i'm sure it just added some legitimate legitimacy to like how good you thought you were i imagine it had to have just that that year
1: a hundred percent i mean up until that even during the beginning of world war ii i was actually still in school while i was competing um but then after we went back to back i finally was able to convince my parents and my family like yo i just want well, two tournaments the in cash
2: it. was getting up there right yeah, like, yeah was, i was right. like yeah
1: exactly i won two tournaments in a row got an mvp I was like, yo, can I stop going to school for a little bit? Because this was my, what? My I finished my first semester of junior year and I was doing chemical engineering and my parents were like old school, you know, so they wanted me to like continue doing school, whatever it was. But I was like, I have this opportunity. I just did something insane. Like people don't really go back to back. And then my dad was like, all right, you could take like one semester off and then we'll see how it goes. And he gave me that one semester and I just haven't looked back since, you
0: know, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. I, that made that reminds me of when I had to call Jack's parents to convince them to let him drop out and be yeah. a commentator, bro. I, it was a tough phone call, but uh, Joe actually had a question earlier, like r- around that, like just the, mm-hmm. your family and stuff. Cause everyone's parents, I think have been a little bit different around gaming, like depending mm-hmm. on like what generation sort of, they've been very supportive or they've been like, that's fake. If it's witchcraft, you're going to be kidnapped. Yeah. Like, it's been, <laughs> it's been very different. Um,
2: through Boy the struggles, it, like, yeah.
0: before before World War II, when, like, you were really struggling, like, what was, I guess, the family side like? like but I'm it sure was, they were trying to get your ass in school and stop.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was... There was no option for me to not be going to school and continue doing the competing. So I had to... I, the whole time I was playing, even all those years, like, I was still doing school stuff and moving on that way. Um, but it was always just, like, you're just wasting your time. Like, what are you doing? Like, whatever. But then they kind of would, like, let it slide because I was still doing well in school. So it's like, all right, well you're doing good in school, you're not getting in trouble, you're not doing anything, like, what can we say, like, you're spending your free time gaming, like, all right, like, it's all good so, (laughs) hey, I'll take the gas, I'll take it (laughs) Um, I mean, look, don't get me wrong, I was definitely doing some finessing to compete and play at the same time you know, some GE classes, like, yo I don't want to take the psychology, I don't want to write the psychology paper, you know, slide them a little thing write the paper for me, you know, let me focus on the competing and scrimming (laughs) so, there's ways you had to finagle it a little bit, but uh, it was a good experience for sure. it Taught me a lot how to like balance two very important things.
0: i Had a girl in every class in college that I'd flirt with, so she'd give me her notes, and so then I would show up to class ever. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: okay
2: Rizzler. No. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Listen. to you guys hear someone who's got to write a book? Is that guy? That guy's story is yeah. insane, dude. But yeah, didn't you like uh, not go to class for like a whole semester to play Halo the entire time?
0: Yeah. One time I was uh, yeah. playing. I was playing Halo C. There was a bunch of us together. We were drinking and having fun, and I wasn't in class and. Uh, my professor, I guess, asked where I was, and one of the people mm-hmm. knew that I was playing, and they had my number, and the professor called me in front of the entire class and asked what I was doing, and I was drinking and playing Halo, and I told him I was drinking and playing Halo. <laughs> Yo, know,
1: hey, that's typical. I tip my hat to that.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, sounds about Didn't right. did
0: you do well in that class.
1: <laughs> no, somehow you
0: got a degree, though. You're good. Yeah, yeah, got through it. Got through it. All right, let's uh, let's move on to kind of kind of Black Ops Four. I mean, we're not gonna. We really want to start getting into the CDL stuff, but mm. at the beginning of that, you know, you end up being with Splice, which is one of the first like kind of international rosters, right? It's mm. you, uh, what Temp uh Looney and Aqua. I think it was for the yeah. five man. Like, what yeah. was that? I guess that sequence like. Oh look at that, dude! He should be a supermodel, huh? Look at, look at that. <laughs> like, he'd be like a, a Batman villain. I, I don't know. He's got something <laughs> going on there, but the the four v four, so you had your success, right? And then suddenly it's like, oh, hey, we were thinking like maybe I don't know. Overwatch is cool. Let's play five v five. Like yeah. what was that whole transition like and and everything you dealt with?
1: So to be honest, that beginning period of Black Ops four was actually like a super, super important part of my career. I learned like an insane lesson during that time period. um. Huh? But going into that off season, of course, I thought I was you know, on top of the world, World War II, like, whatever. That's my
0: favorite. You had to feel yeah,
1: good. Yeah, I felt good, you know. So, I mean, we ended up with a good, like, deal with Splice and everything. The team was kind of known, I guess, as the Scraps because I uh, got left out of the 100T little roster mania situation at that time. Um, and then, well, like, going into that beginning of Black Ops 4, we were the Scraps, but we were really good the first two tournaments. We definitely got cheesed out of our second win at Fort Worth with the Rampart. Um, but the lesson that I learned during that time period was, like, it was, I, I just got too egotistical at that time for me. Like, I w- just came off World War II, uh, was in the finals of, like, I not the finals of the first one, we got third, and the finals of the next one. So, like, there's been, like, 12 tournaments. I've been in finals of, like, six or seven of them. So, for me, I'm like, man, no one can tell me nothing, like, I'm the man i'm, you the, know? I'm that guy here. yeah yeah like i'm nice man i'm clutching I'm, in service like, because i'm in every finals yeah. like no one talks every player's to me you like, know? Had
0: that. i think everyone we've talked mm-hmm. to like clay yeah. at that moment bance at that moment like yeah. i feel like it just happens right
1: exactly so at that point i was definitely getting a little toxic like toxic in the way of like oh like we'd be practicing and it's like online i'm like this ain't real he's land. he's not even hitting me with a bullet like this is fake yeah. you know so then i started doing worse um and then the splice team kind of, kind of super toxic with everyone involved. And I got dropped, a lot of so, hot heads. That's what I was saying. Yeah. When
2: we were going to do the notes. I was like, yeah. you
1: Donny, Dan. Yeah. I remember some drama like,
0: there. I just couldn't remember who was involved, but I remember there was definitely like drama with like Temp and yeah. Looney, or you and temp. Like, I remember it was definitely a shit show. But
1: yeah, then- exactly. So like we, I, I def, <laughs> I know my part, like I know what I the part that I played in it. And it was definitely a huge lesson that I learned that I would like, have never let myself make that mistake again, no matter what is going on. like, after that period um the, the most humbling moment i've experienced so far because uh, i was thinking no way i get benched ever like i'm the man you know what i'm saying and then i got benched and i was like wow like oh wake up call like this could happen yeah you can't be a douche like you have to be on point <laughs> at all times because at a snap of a finger like things can just change you know
0: i think that's like applies to sports and gaming where like you just have to. I mean, I think to compete in the .01 percentile in anything, you have to be cocky. Like you, there has to be an absurd level of confidence. There just needs to be. But like, towing the line of not just being a douchebag, like you said, and there are some superstars in gaming and in sports that can get away with being that. But you better be a goddamn lord. Yeah, like you, you, better, get, you better be the yeah, best in your craft because yeah. otherwise, it's not gonna fly. It's not.
1: The second you're not no
2: one wants to put up with it period i say it's that or yeah have the right cast around you that can deal with that personality like that's mm-hmm. really it i mean
0: i think it's had lasso bro the yeah. <laughs> yeah. I so mean, yeah. if you have a, a group of that people that can,
2: so that can deal with with that big personality then sure but this was not a team that could there was Definitely a lot of not. personality yeah. There was a lot of personality there
1: yeah and that, that was, it was, I'm not going to lie though. I will say openly, they all know this. That's by far the worst teaming experience I've had in my entire career. And we've all like, now that we're all past it, like we've all talked about it and laughed, laughed about, about it, it. But at the time. Like that was the most insane worst three, four months of my life ever. You Even though we good, had a couple dog. good results. Yeah, yeah. We had a couple good results. Were, you guys were, were really second and third. Good. Yeah. We were really good, but just, it just wasn't like fun. And fun fact too, that was my first team ever in my whole career. That was actually like all pros. Like, before that, I was never like teaming with professional mm. players. just like people on the come up. So I was being told like, "Yeah, this is this is just how it is on pro teams." And I'm like, "What?" I was like, "I just played with TK for this last year. I know we weren't pros in the beginning, but like, it wasn't like this. Like, our right. team was amazing. Everything was amazing. Like, blah blah blah." So it uh, it was just a funny experience, and I definitely learned a lot. I'm kind of grateful that it happened and played out the way that it did.
0: You know what's kind of weird? I'm pretty what? sure. Dance had that same realization, mm-hmm. and wasn't it also a splice, Joe?
2: Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, yeah. World War like, Two, same uh,
0: thing. It was like he was the up and comer. He yeah. had that realization. He had like some of the vets and like Tom is Tommy and
2: yeah, it was like it was like um, I W in a World War Two. That's that's what it was. Yeah, but it was a yeah, splice, right? So it's just mm-hmm. it's
0: a splice thing. It's their fault. Yeah, maybe that's what
2: it <laughs> They're is.
1: Just cursed. They're cursed with that. <laughs>
2: uh, a lot of people might not know this, but if you maybe didn't watch um Black Ops 4 and Champs at that year, but you end up on EG. It's a roster of Exotic, Attach, Apathy, and JCAP mm-hmm. and yourself. And you guys didn't have a great year when you guys played together, but Champs, you guys almost beat United in winners. They had to mm-hmm. have some Arsenal crazy, hard, one of the like best hardpoint comebacks. Never, never, but, bringing
1: up all the daggers World I'm War II sorry, champs, I'm sorry Arsenal I'm Hartford. sorry
2: like uh, basically listen <laughs> hey you turned it around you turned it around yeah. is what I'm trying to say but like I, I was just thinking about this like that could have changed the COD landscape because I, that would have changed the history of COD literally right yeah there. United would have played 100 Thieves I looked at it like way earlier in the losers bracket yeah. that would have never been champs maybe those teams who knows at that point maybe one yeah. team explodes mm-hmm. I don't know it's just crazy to think about like you guys were this close from yeah. playing, like, units? You guys probably would have got top three, top four or minimum.
1: Something. Well, we, we yeah. would have got top three minimum, and then I had Donk and Cap and Dylan. They always beat OpTic at champs. So oh, play OpTic. So, uh, yeah, no. we play OpTic for top three no. for the finals. I'm like, yo, I got the three OpTic stoppers. Like, <laughs> sign me up. Like, yeah. You know? And then wow. we ended up choking at United, but joining that team was crazy because I went to the Anaheim tournament, and uh, I was benched at this point on Splice. I got released, and I was like, I need to find a team eg's 16th place i walk in the pro lounge i see revan sitting there i was like yo pick me up he's like all right i got you after this tournament i was like all right perfect <laughs> and then the tournament ends it was like day one of the tournament he's like all right, i got you after this tournament." this i was like perfect tournament ends join eg they go for, they were they were 16th uh we be- ended up becoming like you said pretty competitive after like th- i was on the team for like a month or two two months i think we got pretty competitive but that choke versus united literally would have changed the landscape of call of duty
0: do you ever go far down that like alternate history history yes. rabbit hole? I just yes. think of it cause like uh from all mankind, yes. man in a high cast, like those type of shows, like mm. one moment in whatever how it could have just changed. Like a because little I,
1: butterfly effect, like Yeah,
0: like I sometimes go down that rabbit hole, I'm like, dude, what would have happened? <laughs> like Bro, they <laughs> literally had me do that. You remember
2: that that like YouTube series I had to make mave and like CDLs, like the first year of MW is is like, the end of MW, and they had me like pick out moments throughout the year. Like mm. if the other team would have won or something. I yeah. did. You probably. I forgot I about know, that but entirely. Honestly. Yeah. No. Same. Until you cool, started talking about it. But
1: yeah, you were I, casting my clutch in that series too. I had a one v one versus a BZ in the control to like to win the map. It was literally one life versus one life, round five, and I won the one v one versus him. And it was just you yelling in the background. I was like, dude, I'm just <laughs> blessed when he's here. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God,
0: I've casted every goddamn big clutch you've had. Like I swear <laughs> I have because I just. Re- those are the moments I remember, and like, it's weird as like a commentator. Like, I don't know if Joe you're the same, but like, you know, I've we've just been doing this funny story. I actually talked to Joe and I've been casting out together like five years, going on six, and I was starting to think about the fact like we're getting close to being probably one of the longest esports duos of all time. And I hit up Tasteless because Tasteless Nartos has been going on like thirteen years. I was like, do you know anyone else that's been going on like as long as we have? And they're like, no. So like. But anyway, when you've been going this long, like there's so many moments, right? But mm-hmm. I feel like when I cast them myself, like the big moments, I don't know, they just stick in your head way more than yeah. if you're watching them. So like, I remember so many years so well. <laughs> yeah, makes yeah. sense.
2: But um, yeah, now we go to the, the CDL. Uh, you end up on New York um, for MW. Uh, what, it was your, I don't, I don't remember the team, but basically you guys didn't really get good until you added Mac. That was, yes. here we go. So, you guys are all in New York. This is a, a roster, man. Talk about cash that they, they threw at <laughs> this entire team. Wow. So, yeah. Doug's in there. That Tommy's there. It was so me. Wait, Tommy. Is the starting roster you, Tommy Temp? Uh, Dylan, Dylan, Trey. Trey. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, wow, happy was he a sub? Mm-hmm. Him and Doug. Okay. Oof, yeah. Man, that year one, people had budgets, brother. Wow. <laughs> and you guys are all in New York, too? Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, so New York crazy. for you was a pretty, uh, what, uh, it's kind of an up and down year. You guys get better with, with Mac. You guys win your uh, week 11, your own events. Um, going to kind of just go pretty quick through this year. You guys finished 7th, eight at Champs. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess for you, I mean, the thing we always talk about this year for everyone is this was COVID year. Uh, what was that like for you? Because you kind of talked about sort of that ego mindset with scrims and online. Mm-hmm.
1: Did that help you in a situation like this? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because right after that Black Ops Four thing happened to me in the beginning, I never let that happen to me again. Like the rest, that's never happened to me the rest of my career since then. So coming into it, I was for sure like, yo, it just is what it is. Got to lock it in online. No one cares about your excuses. No one cares about the circumstances. No one cares about anything. This is the competition. It's gonna go in the history books. It's gonna count regardless of whatever the hell is going on, whether it's unfair, etc. Like you just gotta nut up and do what you gotta do, you know? So that, that was kinda the tough, mentality bro, that for, I had. For a lot of
2: a lot of players. I mean, yeah, we yeah, saw it at the time. I mean, I hard think everybody's going through it. But, like I yeah. think teams
0: teams that can get that mindset together and just not bitch about the game, not bitch about mm-hmm. stuff and lock in, like they usually That's do. That's your only well option. Like if you hard to, do. I, hard to do.
1: you waste your time and your energy doing the other stuff, like it's gonna be you're just asking for failure. And at the end of the day, no one's going to go back and look like, oh, yeah, during this time period, it was COVID. So you get a pass. No, no one cares. Like in competition, excuses don't matter, you know?
0: I think it's responsibility and accountability oh, is like hard things, especially for, I mean, I mean, a lot of people growing up gaming. But if you can do it, more power to you. Mm-hmm. I, I was curious were you guys
1: in New York the entire yeah. time? Yeah. So. We were in New York City. So the for me going into this offseason, I romanticized this year so hard in my head. I'm like, yo, I'm moving to New York City with my best friend. We're on this sick team. Like we're gonna be living <laughs> the life. Like two young we were like twenty-three at the time or twenty-two, like two year twenty-two-year-olds living in Manhattan, like vibing. This is gonna be so dope. Uh the first three months were pretty cool, and then after that, it was just the worst city to be in ever during the beginning of COVID. Well, that's it was I was super say, this was down. ground
2: zero, dude. Like yeah. I remember pictures and document. there was zero people like yeah, yeah like, was even literally a ghost town
1: literally a ghost town like no one lives in new york to be in your apartment all day you know what i'm saying you go to new york so you could be out you could do whatever blah blah, blah. so before covid that's what we were doing we go to the office come back get dinner like go out come back to your apartment maybe to stream or sleep that's it you know so once mm-hmm. covid happened you were just locked in the apartments and just stuck there grinding like it was it was hectic i flew back to new york literally in like a hazmat suit like because my family was so worried about covid at the time when it happened so i literally flew back to new york because we went to la for that tournament then i had to go back to new york they're like yo you can't Mm. go you gotta wear like hazmat suit this and that like it was such a funny experience
0: I can't. I picture like ET, dude. Without, like, yeah, that's the way it was. Like <laughs> the, the flight
1: attendants were literally taking pictures of me on the plane. It was like me and like two other people on the whole plane because no one was flying. Like this was literally when COVID like first started and the lockdown started in March or whatever it is, and no one's flying. I walked in and they were like laughing, like, "Yo, we got to get pictures with you." I'm like posing with the flight attendants, like on the plane in like a hazmat suit.
0: <laughs> dude, I, I lived there a couple years. Yeah. So, like I get the New York experience, but like, and I'm I'm someone that like I mean, COVID was kind of okay for my personal life because i just worked a lot more i was busy and i had, had a home but like mm-hmm. if i was in new york at the time i would have gone insane like kat's sister lived in new york and she ended up staying with us for like most of like, like, like a year year and a half because mm-hmm. she's just like it's it's just not new york just
2: all, all the footage, even nowadays, like, from like Netflix documentaries and stuff that I see, it's, yeah. it's actually wild. Like yeah, literally yeah.
1: people weren't on the street at all. Because we lived we lived right across the street from the Stock Exchange. So where we lived was super busy all the time in the beginning. And then after that, like I would look out the window and it's just like like those little movies, like the little hay thing is just rolling across the street. <laughs> like there's no one. <laughs> so you're watching no Legend, Legend or something. Yeah, right? literally like no, literally yeah. absolute ghost town, zero.
0: Wild. It's it's a like creepy. It's so weird.
1: Yeah.
2: So I mean, pretty. I'm mean, kind of an okay year for you. I would say like on New York,
1: yeah, whatever, said, whatever. We won um, one, like whatever. We won one, and it was our own. So I guess it meant a little more. But like that's it. Yeah.
2: Um. You go. You go to Minnesota next. Next, we're in the Cold War. Uh. You're with uh. You and Attach. You're who's yeah. your best friends. uh um, yeah. You join uh it and Major. Mm-hmm. Um. You guys get a top four once they bench major, and you guys bring Standy in. Uh, and I just think now, I think everybody was like, this roster... Like, especially looking now, like, Attach is a main AR. Like, you guys just... It wasn't it wasn't the right build-up at the time, was it?
1: Uh, definitely not. And the way that roster menu went was pretty funny. Um, actually, it was like, me and Attach looking for two on Minnesota. We get the call, like, yo, we might be getting Priesta, blah, blah. blah. And then... Priest really wanted Major, and this is kind of where it's a mistake that I regret for sure. Um, now, looking back at it, of course, at the time, I was kind of like, I don't know if we should do that. But I was like, damn, Priest is like a super mega star that we're bagging. So, like, let's do what makes him happy. He wants him. Like, all right, let's just do it and try to make it work. Um, definitely was not the right play at all because uh, that team was a disaster. Um,
0: or main ARs, basically. Yeah, now, like... exactly.
1: Yeah, that yeah. team was a disaster. So... <laughs>
0: you're not they wrong were, no
1: i'm mean, and yeah. major
2: we're both on phase i mean they were getting top two like all year yeah so exactly you were just in the situation like yeah i made this dude is exactly. what he went from thieves to phase you're like yeah
1: this is yeah like he's, he's he wants to play with us he wants to play with us and he wants to play with this guy
0: sign us up i don't know where he's like the time priest was okay. taking over the damn league like I yeah, mean, yeah he was yeah, just there were yeah. moments i mean iw and stuff where i thought he was the next like god and i, I mean i get it yeah. All so right,
2: then, yeah. Um, oh, just bring yes, Standy yeah. in bench major. Then you yeah. follow a top four with like I think you guys say like last or or yeah.
1: That was like, during that Ramadan split where I was getting slammed okay. on my head, slammed ah. big time. I was getting destroyed. So it was kind sounds of sounds like it was trip. a good time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we went from we went good. Like we were very competitive. The we went very competitive to that happening, and you know, just at that point, it's kind of like what do you do? You either, they keep believing in me, or there's another person on the bench that's very capable, and it's like, well, what do you do? You know, you either take the gamble, sit up, do nothing, or take the gamble. So, they wanted to take the gamble, and I completely understood it at the time. I was like, this performance the last month has been inexcusable, so if you guys want to do it, like, I don't blame you. You know, it is what it is. So,
2: are you, like, telling people, like, it's, it's Ramadan, like, I'm not eating, I'm not drinking
1: anything? Like, Oh, yeah, they knew, they knew, but at the end of the day, like I said earlier, like, in competition your circumstances your performance the the, the circumstances the excuses the whatever like no one cares the only thing that matters is the results and at the end of the day you're not getting the results you're not producing things are going to happen so you have a
2: very mature answer and i respect the (laughs) hell out of it but i'd be like listen guys can we see how lamar plays with a water bottle in in a protein bar like let's give him a set of scrims please like we were top four I get it. Let's let's give them give them a set. Like give them one week of practice. Like please. Yeah. Like I don't know. That's it's crazy to me. It's crazy to hear. Well, that. Was it? I'm yeah. trying.
0: Was it like? It's probably. Because I gotta imagine that's kind of a I don't know if uncomfortable or awkward is the way to word it, but like for the team side, like you know, it's something you have to do. But it's like the results aren't there, and I imagine that was around when CDL points were incredibly important, and you're making the run for champs. And I can't imagine that was like an easy thing for them, but I, I don't know. I just like, I get it from both sides. Like for you, it's like no excuse. You know, this it is what it is, but for yeah. them, I don't, know, I don't know. I'm sure they felt kind of ass about it. I would think. Cause
1: I mean, it's the thing is like, it's a circumstance that I'm putting myself in, you know, it's my religion. It's my faith. I'm choosing to do this. Um, yeah. And if it's impacting the people around me or impacting myself to impact them or whatever it is, like, it's just, it's my responsibility. And if I can't perform during that time period, then you know, it's just on me. Like, when was it together? again? Like within the year? Um, it was right after stage two. Three? It's three. stage three. Yeah, stage three. So, yeah. Stage three. So that
0: yeah, was like, the ramp up to champs. Do you think if it was like, it, let's say, alternate? Well, I think history, everybody made champs though. Everyone made it. If it was like earlier in the year, do you think? I don't know if there was nah, maybe on the year that would have nah, happened.
1: I don't think it mattered when it was in the year. That's okay. what I was wondering. Like it was bad. I was playing really bad. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. So that that's just the it's just the way it is. I mean, that's reality it is in Cod, it. like, yeah, if you're, if you're not performing in COD, especially like, and your team's not like fully like locked in, like doesn't have like that unwavering faith in each other. And you have like a bad couple of weeks, even that could plant that seed to, you know, break your team up. So that's just what happened. Okay.
0: Well, and then, honestly, yeah. But from there, I uh, know one thing that Joe's been, uh, you know, kind of saying with a lot of these years and I have too. it's like, you've, it's been a lot of like kind of up and downs, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, You've you've had either wins or good runs. Oh, you're not wins. wrong. This is a book, Lamar. This, <laughs> is, <a> book. <laughs> this is every year a is just this. Yeah. And now now we get to current times and guess what Seattle has been? <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. Another <laughs> book. A, literally just, a movie. <laughs> still just a roller coaster when it uh, when it comes to when it comes to results. But you end up uh, landing on Seattle. I know we were just hyped about the the org and everything. And you had I mean you're building this team with the I mean they obviously built that what they thought was being be an all-star roster at the beginning of the CDL. And that didn't, mm. that didn't really pay off, but you come into this and you get it's these two. It's a reset. Yes. And you get these uh, players, Pred and Sib, which I guess I'm curious. We know what they are now. Like mm. they are two of the better rookies we've, or young players we've ever seen. Did you like, did you know that right away or was oh, it frustrating
1: at first? Sib I knew was an auto lock. Like, Coming into it, I was begging another pro team didn't pick him up. I was just crossing my fingers every day when I was talking to him, like, what's the situation? Like, please, you know? Um, I knew he was going to be different coming in. To be honest, with Pred, I had, like, no really information on him. And then I was like, yo, send me some of his VOD. Like, I want to watch it. And then I I watched his VOD. I was like, okay, this kid's good. And then I also talked to him. Like, that. I was doing that vetting process, you know? Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. So I was talking to him. And I was like, okay, this guy's, like, really good at sports. <laughs> He's, like normal human being this and that and I was like he has that I could tell just from the conversations we were having I was like he has that dog in him like he's the type of person that will get up on that main stage no matter who we're playing get a two-piece or three-piece and get up and start yelling at the other people. And I was like, that's like, you need that on the come-up. You need that type of energy. So after I had that conversation with him and like watched his VOD, I was fully sold. I was like, yeah, this is a lock. I even told him, I was like, yo, by the way, like, I don't know if you're locked in on Seattle yet, but like, if you end up wanting to go somewhere else, like, I'm down to roll. Like, let's go. <laughs> we need to go to a different team. And like during that off-season of mania." So I was sold after I had the conversation and like watched VOD. And then I kind of knew, um, like, I knew that if they actually... Played to the potential that everyone saw in them that we'd be you know we'd be able to do amazing things and quickly in the beginning of the game in scrims like they were running muck on teams like we were going weeks without losing maps and they're just dropping 40 every map going on 10 killing sprees and i was like yo like this <laughs> so is good. it yeah, yeah. yeah like this <laughs> is it you know <laughs> well i think like
0: it's interesting because i think i kind of felt the same way in that like sib you know i'd heard of but i don't like follow um the amateur scene as much as i do the pro scene it's been doing it so long i just focus on what i'm commentating but like i definitely don't follow like what's going on in the french call of duty or australian call of duty i definitely don't pay attention to that so like when i when i hear like people that pop up my radar like i i would just see on just a just on twitter and conversations just literally aware of like I, I saw Pred like being compared to like simp in australia same with like hydra like i saw hydra 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 like i, I don't know anything about the scene over yeah. there but i kept seeing the name pop up and it was the mm-hmm. same way with Pred. so it was one of those things where i just sort of i guess i just assumed he was good because like if it is on my radar it's being talked about that much he must be something and
2: yeah 100%. yeah he, yeah, see something for sure. Yeah, something. Was it, uh, yeah.
0: What was it, I guess, for you? Like, they were so talented. Um, do you think it was pretty? You've had this leadership tag in you know, all the experience and all the up and downs. Um, was it frustrating for you or do you think it was more just you really helped them kind of develop? Like, what was that relationship? I like? mean,
1: personally, for me, I love that process um, of like passing on that experience and knowledge. Like, it's all, you know, it's fun. You're in that room with your bros like trying to achieve a goal every day, like, get better. Like, that process, to me, is fun. I enjoy that process. So coming into it, like, just from playing in the beginning, I I could just see, watch, like, eye test. I'm like, all right, these kids are godlike. Like, they know (laughs) they're hitting every bullet. Like, they just have to learn some, like, the basic fundamentals. And that took a little bit to, you know, get in there. But once they picked up the fundamentals, then, you know, once that's solid, you can start developing, like, a little further in-depth thing. And I want to take literally zero credit for how godlike they are, because that's just they're just different you know so like those kids are insane
0: yeah no, i get that i mean it's obvious just watching it's a eye test with them like they're yeah. that talented but yeah i got not I just being new to the league and rookies i'm sure your experience helped a bit so, you mentioned like kind of well
2: i was, was were you guys in dallas uh, at this point this is dallas yeah, right yeah, we point, yeah like, everybody was kind of i was just i was just curious like pred like i mean coming from a different continent was were you just was you kind of like or you just making sure he was good, like kind of yeah, being like, dad, exactly. like a dad.
1: Like yeah, yeah. like we're just like had to that's kind of what we did with uh in his HVAC suit. With with him with him <laughs> and, you know, just everyone. Like, uh to be honest, this team's pretty special to me. And if people actually knew the inner workings of our team and the experiences and everything we've like done and gone through the last two years, uh I like we all we're all really, really close. Like we hang out, mm-hmm. we do a bunch of stuff, especially like in the beginning too when everyone was getting to know each other, like we were together twenty four seven. Basically, go to practice, leave practice together, go do whatever, go dinner, go hang out, like non stop, relentlessly. We were just together twenty four seven. So that was kind of the vibe, and I knew that like that's something that I try to take pride in. That I try to create that team culture, you know, where everyone's comfortable with each other because that makes it easier in the practice room and easier on the stage and everything. So, like knowing that he's coming from a different country, knowing like Max first, basically second time moving out. COVID, I guess, doesn't really count. Sure. Like he's actually in a different environment with people interacting with us, and then still moving out here too. Like, wow, that's crazy! You were the, the dad, you yeah. The, like dad. a bunch of a bunch of young kids. Like I, we knew that we needed to build that like brotherhood and camaraderie because I mean everyone we're all here alone. We everyone left their families. You you're the only people you have, you know. So if you don't build that connection, then people's mental health can start going down, and you know everything like that, which can just be a trickle down effect to performance and everything so yeah. to me it was very important to build that culture like in the beginning and make sure we're all friends and like having fun and doing stuff and you know all that type of well i think, I think
2: it helps too like you guys as players and ors kind of made dallas sort of like your guys hq right i think mm-hmm. that had to have helped that's that's you were living with austin right in uh, the backyard yeah, yeah. yeah you were living with austin, austin. like mm-hmm. there was i don't know the amount of teams but i, I feel like yes you guys were competitors but I mean even in the pro league back when we were in Columbus like everybody was going to the gym, basketball, yeah, getting vibing. food like yeah, vibing. I, I feel like that that absolutely, you know, helps sort of your situation cuz if it's just you by yourself with with those 3 who are brand new to this experience that would no matter who it is it would be tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um so you guys it's kind of an up and down year. Um, but you, as, as we've been saying, <laughs> but, but you win major three. Yeah. Um, and, and I think for you, I, I'm just curious because I don't know the time difference. What was the last time you went on land at this point? Was it, was it stage two playoffs? Um, yeah. Stage. So I, I obviously you won with New York online, but like for you to be back on stage and win, like what was that moment like? Because it's, there's a stretch there, right? Like there's a yeah. good amount of time in between those wins
1: yeah it was uh i mean it was surreal you know it was very validating it felt good it felt not just good it felt insane like just that feeling that knowing like okay we're back on land it's the first full season on land i didn't get to compete on land in cold war because i got dropped like it was for me it was like if i don't do something this season it's like damn like do i still got it you know what i mean because yeah. you finally get a chance you're on land i have clearly I have capable teammates like this is the moment so for me personally it was very validating and you know that's a win that i'll definitely cherish forever
0: well it's just crazy because you know you kind of said how you felt after the end of world war ii like on top of the world yeah my god you get that wake-up call and then four years later that's like the next win like yeah Yeah. i'm sure i'm sure it was i know there's some online stuff but yeah that had to have they had to have tested you i imagine
1: oh yeah it, it definitely felt really
2: good
0: um, oh, I got to
2: segue this now. I got to segue have, this. Okay. So you guys win major three and then the next stage, you guys get nine through 12 <laughs> and then you guys get third at champs. Uh, you've had yeah. some insane series with champs this year. You tossing, go, bro. This year you go major one, second major two, nine through 12 major three, fifth through six, major four, seven through eighth. I, I got what, what is it? What, like we all know how good of a team you guys are, how talented yeah. you are. What the heck is it where you guys just go from second to nine through 12 first to like a nine through 12? Like, is it going from land to online? Like, well, I mean, are you trying um, to figure it out? Like what's, listen, what's going on? If I had the answer for you, it wouldn't be happening.
0: Okay. <laughs> I, thought I was going to say, look at the guess, cons we're playing, Joe. <laughs> yeah. What do you
1: think is the, the best, or I guess your um, best guess. I would say in the beat, in the Vanguard year, Uh, And the Vanguard year is probably an essence of, like, complacency maybe a little bit. Like, okay, like... After winning. Yeah, after winning. Like, winner's curse. That happens to some people, you know, like, it just... It might happen to some teams. You know, sometimes teams win and they kind of just, like, you let your foot off the gas a little bit. You get a little complacent. That's probably what made... That's what made us lose for Major 4 in Vanguard. And then after that, we realized, like, oh my god, like, it's champs. Like, everyone wake up again. And then we went to champs. Yeah, got third again. So, like... That was for me for Vanguard. That's probably the explanation for that for this year. I mean, I'll be honest with you. This year's just been insane. (laughs) Like, it literally insane. Them like, there's so much stuff behind the scenes. Like, just even like in my personal life and like other people's lives that have been going on that we've never really spoken on publicly. That uh, it's been a battle for sure. It's been a war this year that uh, we haven't like really let out to the public. You know? Sure. Well,
0: I don't. I mean, I'm not gonna yeah make it talk about yeah. it, you can't it's not public um mm-hmm. but there was some stuff that i mean was very public uh mm-hmm. kind of the pred stuff and all the rumors yeah. that he was going to be going to optic and i i know you talked about the fact that you know you created this sort of family environment and boys and trust and you know you worked on that but like it was very dramatic on the outside like on reddit and on twitter and yeah. stuff was it any cause nah. of chaos internally or was it nothing it was absolute
1: zero drama on our end it was like it was like we just we were, we we're not the type of team to like do things like behind each other's back be shady and just like blah blah. blah. It was kind of like the opportunity presented itself. We all got on a call, talked about it. We we're like, "Yo, this is the situation." I was like, "Yo, if, if it happens, like I'm happy for you, bro. Like, God bless. You know, like it is what it is. You know, it's a great opportunity. Completely understand. We can, yeah, yeah. Anyone yeah. would be taking the offer if it doesn't happen though. Cool. We're back in the lab and let's get back to work. So there was like zero animosity anger or anything from our end internally it was definitely like like blown way out of proportion on what was happening with us from the, the guy outside. can't start a stream dude without yeah. them dude i'm literally
2: in his stream sometimes just lurking yeah. and it's yeah. just yeah. optic fans just like yo they should drop him for they should drop who for you dude like no doubt about it and then it's, it's someone else is just like no no no, dude who could shot shots here just like wait like there's literally people discussing it from start to finish and he just looks over and he just keeps playing, and I'm just like, dude, the guy like is literally in the middle of a
1: season. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so like on our end, crazy. it was it was like we understood the situation. I mean, no yeah. one would, no one in their right mind would ever be holding that against someone in a situation like that. You know. So it's kind of like we know you're not like, oh, like screw these guys. Like I don't like them anymore. We're trying to leave. Like that's not that wasn't the environment. That wasn't the situation. It was kind of just like this is a once in a I guess lifetime opportunity. You want to take it like as your boys and not just your teammates, like as your friends, you know, we understand.
2: Yeah. It does kind of suck though. You guys did just get second, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, come exactly. on. Like we literally were so close to winning. And, yeah. And
0: but, I, I think we kind of figured it was like that. Like, cause I just rationally, but you know how it all gets blown up on social. and yeah, everyone goes exactly. crazy. But I think
2: it was just like, so the leaves at a different point too. I feel like everyone's so mature at this point. Obviously there can be drama, but like, yeah, everyone kind of hits like the most part. This is well, a business, right? Hmm.
0: They got, I think it's the fact that you guys like got top 12, then too. It's like that on top yeah. of it. Like, I think, I think if you guys were still performing around where you were, it probably would have like slowed down or not as been mm-hmm. dramatic. But I think, coupled with how you guys were playing, even I at one point was sort of like, huh, yeah, maybe they're dealing with them. So like, <laughs> it sort of mm-hmm. sort of entered my brain just because yeah. the results weren't there.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's it's you know, that's the right of the fans. That's what they're going to do, you know, that's. You'll do that with every sport or whatever it is. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna think true. of anything to try to connect. Humanity, the it's just normal. Yeah, it's just, just the way it goes. You know, it's yeah. part of the game. Um, um So
2: you guys end up sticking together. Um, yes, do you get nine to twelve. Okay, so then uh, you know we talked about sort of the online to land thing um, throughout Vanguard, but this year's been a little different. You guys have had some really good online stretches now. Okay. Stages three and four. You're both. You're four and one. Four and one in both. I guess, what isn't translating from those online matches to land for you? Um,
1: I mean, if you want me to be honest, the way we lost has been literally like a freaking movie scene. Like, the round 11, hipfire fire cheese versus phase. <sighs> yeah. But if we win that, we're top three and riding full momentum. Like, we went into that series, like, if we win this, we're winning the tournament. You know, that was like a grand finals matchup in our eyes. We end up losing round 11 and then playing an hour later completely demoralized, losing round 11, game five, trying to bounce back. That's a very uphill battle, you know? So, yeah. like, it's... I know, like I said before, I've said already many times, like, the results aren't there and no one cares. But when you actually look at it, we've lost in some insane no, ways was yeah crazy, dude. like we've Did lost crazy. in some way ways like it's actually unbelievable but it's only right because we also won in insane ways in vanguard so that's just the juju man getting his look back you know, we're, getting,
2: we're getting the, other, the other
1: end of the spectrum you know so we were due for it i guess and then this major like the way we lost a rocker like it might not seem insane but if you watch it series should have been over in the control three one ants ran out with 20 seconds left and popped a two piece out of thin air and somehow stayed alive and then they win the control that you blink your game five and then it's like whoa like what's going on (laughs) you know so like of course like i said the results aren't there at the end of the day no one cares about the intricacies of it but to us we know like because we we care about the intricacies you know we know what's going on so we're like damn like this has been insane like major two we got eliminated with double cruise missile team kill Major three, the phase round eleven hip fire happens, oh, and then the major cruise. Yes, oh, exactly. Oh my God, oh, I yeah. that's about what that. I'm saying. Come on, bro, I yeah. did it. So yeah. like, uh, right, that
2: book, dude. The book's exactly. getting longer. Is, yeah. this, is, this is a couple of chapters here.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. So, like, okay, it's yeah, been, not- for us, it has been insane, man. Like, insane looking at the intricacies of it, but we know that we're right there. Like, yeah, we can do it. You know, so is just putting our heads down, grinding, getting into overdrive and close out this season.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, look at that Major 5 now. Well, uh, Stage 5 for you guys. You guys have um, Ultra, Optic uh boston new york and vegas i mean this is uh this is a a, we got a gauntlet uh, uh, yeah this is a split here um where were they on the
0: strength of schedule because who was number one it was
2: was
1: or vegas than us yeah
0: yeah Yeah,
2: so obviously this is a a split for you now (laughs) for me there's two ways to go about this i i I, i'm just curious do you think i would say this is probably a good thing because we're at the end of the year right major Mm -hmm. five you know we're as crazy as this seems, six weeks away from champs mm-hmm. I, I I want some practice, but the other thing is is like you probably don't want to start in you
1: a know, in a loser's bracket yes. so how how you feel about sort of this so, this split The biggest thing is one, it's a good thing to play all these good teams, you know good good reps, uh but at the end of the day, you need to start winner's bracket. That's always the most important thing like I think points wise we're fine as long as we make winner's bracket, like mm-hmm. well, we're good, so you just want to get to winner's bracket, play well at the tournament, ride that confidence momentum going into champs. So that's like the, the like the mindset. Okay. And if you do sense. well, like if you do well right now, it's going to carry out the rest of the, to close out the season for you, you know, because you're playing all these good teams, you have that confidence, the momentum, everything like that. And then if you want to be like, I guess optimistic on the other side is like, well, I guess if you like play tight games and lose, you still have a lot to learn to like carry over. Also. Get ready for a champ. Like if we're going yeah. to
2: lose, kind of like last year for you, right? It was mm-hmm. sort of like if, I mean, obviously you won, and then yeah, the you, but it's like if you're gonna have a 9th through twelfth and a wake up moment, why not have it be right before champs? Obviously you don't you don't want to deal. You with don't that. want that at all. Yeah, you, you don't, don't want, want that. that. You don't want that. Yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. keep up that that sort of good uh you know good form, especially that you guys have had had online. Um, Chris, yeah. I mean, you guys excited to get back to Toronto because that's where you won it last year.
1: Oh yeah, kind of defending your. I love Toronto.
0: Year, bro.
1: Uh, yeah, we I know it's a Toronto podcast, but maybe we run that city. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, personally personally i love toronto that's probably the place where i individually felt like i had like the most fans like people were chanting ice man everywhere i walked i was going to get ice cream randomly at like 1 a.m and like people were stopping me like oh my god the Iceman! man like i love you i was like yo this is kind of cool like i haven't i hadn't experienced it i hadn't experience experienced it that much in a city like in a long time
0: that's how we felt i mean honestly the fans were incredible yeah. bro they were yeah, so yeah. nice like everyone was just so oh it's Canada. i loved it <laughs> It was, it, was, yeah. it was that, really that, that event here. was super dope
1: and i love the city so we're excited to go back yeah 100
2: um and, and i guess just uh before we did some community questions for you i mean mm-hmm. i where is sort of seattle surges or
1: what you guys where's your biggest focus right now uh to kind of finish this year out strong biggest focus is making sure we master the win conditions and close out games when we're ahead okay i like that search and destroy as well search yeah, same thing with search. We've improved a lot in search, but we got to continue that trajectory. You know, it's still not enough. Like, we're such a good respawn team that if we can get like above 50 50 in search, that makes every series like dangerous. Well, what uh, you said is uh, applies to search. When you're 3v2s, yeah.
0: when you're 4v3s, mm-hmm. like when you have those yeah. edges, close it out.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just close, close out things when you have the lead. You have to take the freebies. If you have freebies versus good teams and you don't take them, that's when things get mixy and crazy. So you got to be able to close out those freebie situations. Makes sense.
2: Yeah, I love it. And don't get hit fired by Sim. Um, <laughs> all right. All we're right. gonna go to security questions. Just a couple of questions <laughs> before we head out. Uh from uh Twitter. If you want to get involved, everybody make sure you follow us on Twitter before our podcast. They tweet out yeah. you can ask your uh player or us a question. Um uh Dylan, Dylan Scythe wants to know if you have a go
1: to routine before you play a match. Um The only thing I do consistently every single time before I play a match is I just say a prayer, lock it in, and then that's it.
0: I awesome. now it's not as good of a time for a joke, but I w- <laughs> was hoping that you like took an ice bath, like beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> ice yeah. bag, get locked in, but okay, for, yeah, for, the
1: lo- for the longest time, the night before my games, I used to ice my hand though. No okay. joke. All right,
2: there we go. <laughs> smart. got to take care of your hands. You yeah. Your hands. yeah. <laughs> um, Greg, uh, JG Timlin wants to know what was your perspective thoughts on the
1: infamous three piece versus optic in cold war? I was shell shocked, bro. <laughs> like, we literally I the it happened and I was just like what oh, like, yeah. what is life? Thought, like, dude, what yeah. Happened, literally, dude? I was just like what is life, man? I don't know. I used all my I used all my good luck for that year in that moment cuz I got dropped right after. <laughs> <laughs> I used all my cod god luck and ability for that one moment, man, for that season. Dude. That's going to go down I in history. I don't even think I reacted at first cuz yeah, I were online. And yeah. I was like,
2: I had to watch the kill cam. I, I don't even yeah. think I knew. I, I don't even remember. I think <laughs> I, you yell or yell. Obviously, I, I they line up. I, but
0: I, I, get, I don't know. Listen, I'm an idiot. Uh, well, I'm not actually an idiot, but I'm, I'm a giant jackass, you, and like I, I struggle with focus on certain things. But for whatever reason, like in those moments, yeah. my brain's usually, I might miss something, but my brain usually sees what I need to see. And I just think I saw the kill feed or something. I just knew you killed three. Could have told you how. I had to yeah. watch back five times but i knew enough to call it right but i just remember at the end i was like what the shit like I, <laughs> it was unbelievable me, like, i
1: was like what the shit too <laughs>
0: literally mind blown like i turned i started my teammates were
1: yelling i turn around look over brian saying he's yelling so loud it looks like his head is literally about to explode <laughs> I, we're all just like bro what just happened man like i don't know that was surreal
0: yeah Crazy. I, I wish we weren't casting a dude at, online at the time just like joe and i would have been kissing each other hugging no, no. <laughs>
1: Imagine what that did? on land. Oh my gosh.
2: Oh, dude, oh that yeah, there was a a lot of those moments. A lot of those moments, dude. Yeah. I, I wish. Sure. Um last one. This is from closeout. Wait, is his, this guy is at cracking your nuts? It definitely
1: is. <laughs> um, this guy wants to know how does it feel to have several call-outs <laughs> named after you in every <laughs> single COD. It it feels good, you know. I'm just the I'm the spot finder, and people just love those spots, and then everyone starts Lamar. using them. Yeah, Lamar. and they just start calling them calling them Lamar spots, you know. So I I think it's kind of cool. I think it's a little thing to take pride in. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Um, well, I mean, dude, we appreciate you joining uh, us
2: tonight, taking time yeah, out of the week. You. Thank you guys uh, for having me. Yeah, this the, was super uh, dope. No
0: problem. We got the oh. the
2: stage coming up, What, matches start yeah. Friday. Yeah. Um, Mave, anything you want to
0: add? No, I, dude, I appreciate you. Uh, It's been, uh, you've made some really special moments for me as a commentator and the fans, like, you are a beast, dude. Like, it's some of those memorable moments ever. So thank you for those, and thank you for coming on. But, bro, I
2: can't believe, dude, I, dude, this, like, talking about your career is actually insane. (laughs) We were typing shit out, and I think I typed six times. I was like, how does he keep going? I, I couldn't believe it. Bro, like you yeah. just, yeah, dude, props to you. Props to Thanks, you. Just man, like taking, it. taking care of the next situation because I would have been going through it. I mean, I don't know. I know. Wow.
1: Thank you All guys right. for giving me a good platform to be able to tell that story because I feel like a lot of this stuff I awesome. haven't, really, haven't really got out there to really tell people because it's just like, whatever. No one doesn't matter anymore. You know, it's the past, but well, super I- dope.
0: I think yeah. like the C W L or C D L and stuff have done has done like player spotlights, but you know, it's always yes. like a long interview that's condensed into a nine minute YouTube video. Like mm-hmm. we just want to do something where yeah, more yeah. stuff about your lives can come out. So yeah. it was really cool to hear all that. But um that'll do it. Thank you guys for watching Now, uh, the Toronto Ultra Mercant Maven podcast featuring accuracy. If you want to be clutch, you just have to wear an HVAC suit on an airplane. Uh, <laughs> maybe take an ice bath and make love to those
2: that you love. Everyone have a great I'm evening. Home.